0: Solutions,
1: and don't, you type BLM you go to the BLM. Hey, Joe, and, Joe, and, Bubba, and, right, coming in the house. Right I just want to take this time out to tell you, fellas, about the radio show that I listen to. It's Culture Freedom Radio Network. When I like to get some knowledge from some colors, I mean some Negroes, I mean some Afro-Americans, I tune in right here to Culture Freedom Radio. Yes, I'm an old countrywide guy, but I loves me some culture freedom.
2: Recordings,
1: man, if they don't keep it raw and uncut and off the chain, I tells you, oh boy. Hey, y'all better keep it locked right here with JoJo Bubba, man, because this is my show. This is the station I listen to for raw and uncut. Contest Talk Radio, Culture Freedom Man in the house. Yeah, because I got friends in low places.
3: And everything is going wrong Nobody knows the way you feel about it Cause
2: only you know You can't leave it alone Oh, here we go again oh, here we go again here we go.
4: Again, right here with Cultural Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely up in this house right here. Oh, yes. And here we go again up in this house right here. Coming to do our thing. Coming to do our say. Oh, most definitely right here. Yeah, Truth Talk Friday radio show, y'all. Truth Talk Friday radio show, y'all. Man, y'all know how that song goes. What do said, say, y'all? It's Friday night. Yeah, party hunters, it's time to get it right. Yeah, I know y'all said Sunray, goddamn, damn, what you talking, quit saying Chief Rabbi David Israel, don't rub off on you. Yes, he has, man. Hey, hey, it, that's what it is, man. It's Friday, man. I ain't got to go to work, Craig. I ain't got to go to work this weekend. Yeah, man. Like the my, like my, uh, um, my little amigos say, the amigos, uh, the, my little Mexican friends would say, man, it's party time. Party time. Well, i know pardon for me y'all but you know that's what they say uh let's get it this gets serious let's get serious right here uh first of all i like to say man peace and greetings to all of you out there Get all everybody proper solutions and salutations first let me say to the hebrew community the Israelite community man i say shabbat shalom to you shabbat shalom coming up right here shabbat eve and right here I say whole tip to all my comedic brothers and sisters and uh my morris and islamic brothers and sisters i say Assalamu alaikum and Islam to you and hell who else who else uh, to my brothers and sisters is everybody else I say what's up what's up like Martin say what's up I can't do it like more y'all goddamn it hurt <laughs> yeah well what's up what's up what's up we're up in here right here on culture freedom radio network most definitely up in this house right here again we are uh, actually broadcasting in two places we're on simon casting yes I'm broadcasting right here live on blogtalkradio.com and also i got the webcam up Broadcasting right here on TalkShoe.com. I got the cam up for those later on who will be catching it right there on TalkShoe.com as well. Hey, just got a couple of things I want to throw out on the table. As usual, no topic of conversation, just coming in the house, in the house, in the house, just to talk to you tonight right here. Uh, once again, I got to thank my brothers was always tuning in with me right here, sharing in the show. Uh, brother LJ in the house and my good brother Justice in the house and most definitely. And I want to say. Uh, uh uh say a big thanks to my good brother justice last week for uh man standing in and i had a little emergency man to um i had to take care of so i appreciate my brother justice for uh taking over man taking over uh, he didn't know he was gonna have to host the rest of the show but he did. Uh, and I appreciate my brother right there. I see, hey man, see, you never know what happened when y'all call call in right here on to the show. And I get y'all that number as well. Y'all can call into the show. If you just listen in, you can call in there. You feel you want to sh- something you got to share, uh, just comment on some things as well. Yes, uh, and I just tell y'all what a little bit of what happened last week. Y'all know I was talking about dogs and stuff, right? Uh, for a matter of fact, uh I'm see how I can subway into this show um didn't have no particular way i was going to come in well i guess this is the way to come in you know i was talking about you know the dogs and stuff y'all know the whole rigmarole where i was telling you about what happened i had my you know the puppies standing over here and all of this trying to raise it uh well i regret to say my big dog last week as i was actually in here hosting uh my wife had the big dog and the puppies let them go outside to actually use the restroom or whatnot i guess that's a little bit too much information um but as when they was out there, uh, my, my big dog had a little toy she liked to play with. And I and I guess we can talk about some jealousy, too, I guess, to show you some things. Characteristics, again, uh, I know y'all so damn of you would be talking about these damn dogs. Well, I'm going to show sure you. We're going to get into something, though. Um, but anyway, as one of the puppies went over there, because the big dog, she, I guess she'd been jealous of these little puppies. You know, kind of like, you know, they had the dogs of a territory and stuff, too but she actually, um, one of the puppies went over there and she attacked one of the puppies. And so my wife then came in, it was, you know, hollering and screaming and stuff to come get me. And they were saying, Oh, she broke her neck. She broke the puppy neck. And you know, it wasn't a neck was broke. She bit her in the head and bit one of the pups in her head. And you know, man, she was, it was bad. Um, so I had to rush her out you know, to the animal vet and they just said she was in real critical condition and, you know, she wasn't going to make it. Um, so yeah, so I lost one of the pups and, um, you know, it, it kind of hurt cause like I, said, I wanted to give that, you know, the dog, you know, I guess a good life, a nice life, you know, as a, as an animal pup. And I can tell you, I man, I just value, just look at life, valuing life, you know, that's how I just look at it. So, yeah, so yeah. – and when I looked at this again, I thought about something, too, with that. Um, you know, some people, they'll even tell you we have – as humans, they said we have an animal nature. Some people say we have animal nature, and you even look at certain things, even with the animals, the characteristics, and going back to Kemet again – you see how certain things you see on the walls and things right you might see a picture of a a uh, a picture or a statue of a like a male figure or a female figure, but the body will be like you know the rest of the body from the neck down might be a human figure what we call a human uh figure, but the head might be the head of a a falcon um the, what was it uh the uh the benu bird and you know just other kind of animals uh the lion and different you know animals and you know so it was like to go and to show the different different characteristics like haru says you know you have the characteristics and whatnot as a falcon and a certain reason they took on those characteristics that fit the falcon and other um you know animals But anyway, y'all know if y'all i know y'all heard to say we have an animalistic nature ourselves. So even when I think about this, um, what even happened? You know, we exhibit a lot of jealousy ourselves. You know, with things that we possess, uh, and other people get jealous of things that you possess, and they want what you have. And sometimes we will fight and beef. With, with stuff that we have. But even animals, like I said, in that she had a her little dog toy. And the dog, other little puppy, wanted to just go over there and play with it too. And she jumped on the you know, pup. you know. But I even looked at that. They say most adult dogs will basically jump on a puppy. I don't know why. Beat up a puppy or fight a puppy, be aggressive to a puppy before they will be that way to a adult dog. I don't know why, y'all. I'm not a um, specialist in dogology or nothing. But just to go, you know, it's like just even fit with the characteristics. They show jealousy. They show uh, they territorial. Um, certain things like, you know, and certain things we exhibit some of those same characteristics as humans. Um, I know y'all was like, yeah, damn, there you go with that. But you, uh, that's what I just looked at, man. I just looked we. A and i was gonna hang i was mad as hell that i was like mad as a mother sucker because what she did you know but you know what what could i what could i do i didn't i didn't whoop her or nothing like that y'all you know i saw people like they beat the, you know they beat the hell out of they dogs no i didn't do that i would just hurt that she you know killed that puppy you know and i was like why you you know why did why you do that you took that puppy's life That puppy didn't deserve that and you know, if you just want to play with, you know, play with you. And I just went that way with it, but uh, I'm going to jump off that, but I guess what happened last week. Um, so I like to say, once again, I appreciate brother justice for stepping in. Cause like I said, I had to, I, I just had to run out and see what was happening. And then from there, I just had to run out and try to take her to the, um, to the vet, maybe to save her life, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And no man, I'm gonna tell y'all something, man. He. These damn vet bills, damn, you, <laughs> it's high than goddamn, you, you damn near need, I don't know what, you damn near need some Obama care, Bin Laden care, not Bin Laden, what's that other dude named, Joe Biden care, some goddamn care for animals, which I don't know how good that would even do because shit it don't seem like it works. It's, it's high as hell for humans. So, but anyway, man, just to, when I took the dog even to the hospital, to the vet, right? They said, that, you know, she was in critical to just to even examine the dog and, you know, but um, not to, to try to um, start a procedure on her. They said I had to pay five hundred and eighty five dollars up front right then and there. I, I think it was like eight hundred and fifty, but I had to pay down right then and there. Five hundred and eighty five dollars. I'm like, God, damn shit. I don't. I don't even pay my own goddamn hospital bills. Well, I really don't try to go, but when I do, I ain't going to shit. Never mind, y'all. I might say that shit out too loud. I begin some uh, garnishments in the mail in the, mor- in the morning, on Monday morning. Mm. But them goddamn vet bills, how's a mother sucker? Man, goddamn, ain't nothing cheap no more. But anyway... Oh, uh, I got a couple of things I want to throw out here, man. Hey, did y'all see Joe Biden the other day? I know Justice did. Y'all ain't no shit. There ain't no doubt about it. I know Justice watched his president do his talk uh, fizzle on television the other night. You know, I tried to. I, I started watching. I was gonna see what he was gonna talk about, and I just said, uh, I went to sleep, y'all. I went to sleep. You know, but I wanted to see just what was gonna be, what was gonna be said, and uh, you know, just wanted to hear. Just got to keep up with what's going on. Uh, but I didn't get, I didn't get a chance to check it out. And uh, let me see. By the way, I got to announce something else. While I'm saying that, I'm talking about justice, and, I, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell y'all something about justice that This is this is his thing. I didn't say this; he said it. But I I, I would give him his props for this, right? But anyway, uh, let let me say this before I say that part. So right now, you know, I appreciate, like I said, Justice for standing in. You know, uh, so he be, he'd been on the show. What damn near call in? What every every show episode that I basically be on sometime. Uh, about what damn near a year or two something like that so I think it's just fitting man he did a good job last week standing in so I think why not man just go ahead he's coach of freedom anyway regardless y'all coach of freedom too y'all don't get a chance to call in but y'all coach of freedom but I just uh, say that uh, now he's a part of coach of freedom and I would say as a host as well I bring a brother in as a co-host co-pilot you know come on in with me stand in though so yeah so officially now he he he's he starting his position as a co-host. Now his salary starting off. I'm gonna start him off with ninety thousand. Now hold up, just whoa whoa that ninety thousand dollars a year. But now wait, I gotta say something. Whoa whoa whoa, that's ninety thousand dollars a year in IOU. So I I owe you ninety thousand dollars a year. That's an IOU. So when I get it. George Soros or somebody send me some money. I owe you $90,000 a year. So now I'm putting it on the record. That's <laughs> yes, i just playing with you, brother. Just joking. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, he will be holding it down with me. Hell, he been holding it down anyway, y'all. Y'all know that shit. So officially, we just put that on record. Um and let's see what else what else we got. What else got, what else we got? What we got right fat? Uh then we're gonna talk about some stuff here too. We're we'll gonna talk about probably about maybe some things about I'm gonna bring the brother in. We got some things here, we'll probably talk about the Joe Biden. And I, and let me ask y'all something. Did y'all see the um that interview with Doctor Umar Umar Johnson? Yeah, I, I put I put dot I put respect on his name. Doctor Umar Johnson. Did y'all see that interview he did on the Breakfast Club? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I play a little extra of it, a little bit of it. I I, I enjoyed it. I, I I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But I'm going to tell you all something right fast. The part that I, like, <laughs> that I really jumped off the train with him and I was like, ah, oh, wait a minute. You were doing good. He started all this stuff about the school. Now, that's when I jumped off the train with him and like, oh, there you go with that shit. That shiggity. Yeah, when he started talking about the school. Yeah, uh-huh. The Freglis Douglas Marcus Garvey School Academy or whatever his name, is, what, what it's called be. I say, Here you go steal this bullshit. But anyway, I digress on that one. But I liked everything else he said. I really didn't find too much fault with everything else that he was laying out. Just it right there. But uh the call-in number, y'all, you can check out right here on this particular show. Well, hell, not this particular show. Y'all can write this down in case we every time we come on. We're going to try to make sure we do this every Friday, try to be consistent. So uh, the call-in number right here, the guest call-in number, area code is 563 999 Five fifty-two. Yes, one more time. That area code is – I think this is an hour number, uh hour, uh hour. God damn it, can you see it? Nope, I can't see it. I ain't that damn country, y'all. I am a country. That's why I can't see it. Our. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 563 39 three, 52 yeah and also that nine i was talking about last time i was messing around though when i was saying behind three sixes is upside down but that's cool I, not the 6s y'all but the nines i like that nine I, you know what because i'm sunray nine that they, they did that just for me y'all they did that just for brother sunray nine they put them nines in there and you know those nines of the nine not those three nines actually i remember that at, at, in the holy tally dr york i was trying to find it right fast but I just throw it out here. It was so part in the tablet where Doc was even talking about, you know, nine ETH and stuff like that. It says nine to the ninth power of nine. Nine to the ninth power of nine, which is our number. Like I said again, when we get into this thing called mathematics, what well, is the highest number in mathematics, y'all? Huh? Nine. Nothing is higher than the number nine. So yeah, I like that right there. They gave it to me, y'all. They gave it to me. They customized it right there. Three nines, nine, nine to the ninth power of nines. I like that. I like that. Yes, sir. They're showing us who we are. They're giving it to us, that melanin, that ether, nine ether. Let me bring my brother Justice in this house right here. Uh-oh. Come on, thing. Come on. Uh, Just spinning it. Come on. It, it'll pick up in a minute. Peace to my brother Justice. Peace to you, my
5: brother. Peace, peace, peace.
6: Peace. And greetings to the good brother Sunray Nine here on Culture Freedom Radio. Yes, yeah, man. man. Um those nines you affiliated with that, the brother Sunray Nine. And you just laid out the nines. And then I guess that's the reason why you paying me such a high salary, nine ninety thousand dollars for my first year. Yes. So, I appreciate that a lot. I know that's my. It's just going to be an IOU ninety thousand. But hey, man, look that, that's a hell of a, that's a hell of a salary, man. I'll take it
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> for a part time job anyway. Yeah, you know.
6: <laughs> it, it, even though I ain't gonna never receive none of it, that's that's a beautiful thing. Thank you very you much. Go. Hey, what a, they I say, OU, long
4: as I owe you, you ain't never broke.
6: I, I'm gonna be ninety thousand dollars ahead. There you go. <laughs> I'm always going to have ninety thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, I'm yes, looking man. forward to it. But no, I've been on. I've been on with you since 2018 January. I started talking to you early in January 2018.
4: Damn. That long?
6: God. Time flies, right?
2: Woo!
4: Yeah, man, three, years.
6: three years. Three years. 18, 19, 20, yeah, 21. So yeah, man, three years. So Damn. I'm culture freedom left, y'all. Culture freedom radio left, left wing.
4: That's the part I'm glad you said, I'm glad you said that. Now, y'all heard him, did it? What did he say? He, he who he winged? What's that again,
6: brother? I'm on the left wing. I'm, I'm on the left side.
4: There all you right. go. it. <laughs> Freedom two got sides.
6: two sides, now. That's what's up because every, every group don't have two sides.
4: So, hold on, hold on. Hold, hold. If you the left end, what am I in? You trying to sound right? The right? You, know.
6: all, you always on the right. You on the right <laughs> always with them. That's all right, man. We got to have it that way. It's all right. We come together, though. That's how we make it fly.
2: Yes, sir.
4: I do. Yeah, we got that. And we got the middle, man. But we meet in the middle to make this thing work. So that's good. That's all good. If you treat me out, you did. I'm, I'm the coach of freedom,
6: player. <laughs> yes. <sir. laughs> yeah, you coach freedom right always. So that's how I go. We got two sides of it. So whatever side you need to see, we got somebody for you. Yes.
1: Sir. All
6: and, right,
4: and so uh did you, left, did you see the uh 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 did you watch the 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 uh address? I was it almost the state of the union, but it wasn't the state of the union. Do you see that with Joe Biden the thing?
6: Uh I I was looking at some of it, yeah. I didn't get the chance to check the whole thing out, but what he was saying, I heard some of what he was saying and laying out. So, yeah, he he comes across real real uh laid back and, you know, he's got this thing worked out now where I think he might pre-read his script or he's at least being able to see the teleprompter much better where, you know, he can make it out much better because when he first started out doing this thing again with the politics, he never was in, in the front position where he had to do all the reading from the teleprompters and stuff. So he's getting better at that, just like most of the presidents who... Come in there, they do the same thing. they get on script and and say what they supposed to say that was either written for them or they jotted down some things they wanted to say and so at any rate he uh he laid out some things, and then they said Tim Scott, who was the person the Republicans put up to combat what Joe Biden said at the end of his speech task on saying things that people on the right or on the left rather disagree with that he said and a lot of it was the part where he said that there's no racism in america or race or america is not a racist country to some some, something to that degree sunray yeah i know you i know you uh could find the clip now i was trying to do this before i came on but i was having some difficulties and I couldn't pull up nothing. It was like some, somehow I wasn't uh, being able to uh, check out anything that I wanted to. So, um, so I wasn't able to see that, but if you could find that clip, maybe what he said, we can analyze it a little bit. But, no, I didn't uh, pay attention to, to uh, him as much as I would have if I had more time. That day when he was speaking, I was kind of busy. And, it, you know, i had a, A few busy days, so I haven't caught up on all the politics this week. But I'm kind of caught up on some of it, but not everything. So just to go back on what you said about Dr. Umar and how he came on the breakfast club. And, you know, he was laying out a lot of stuff. And I, after listening to him and while he was speaking, I thought that, The things that he was saying you would agree with because he was opposed to a lot of things that the Democrats are opposed to, and he didn't like taking a side. He'd rather have someone come from an independent standpoint, and that's who he put his trust in, a candidate that would come from an independent uh, prospect. It's very rare that you would come out of an independent standpoint and win any election because that's not even a party. That's just a place to be. That's like an island of your own. It's not a political party to be an independent. So unfortunately, Dr. Umar doesn't understand politics to the fullest that he does in psychology and other things that he's very brilliant at. But he should probably just stick to what he's good at and leave the politics alone because he's not capable of grasping the full uh, understanding of how the dynamics of politics and, and why it works the way it works without sizing everyone and just going on the island of your own and, and claiming independence when that's not a party and there's no leverage in an independent place. There's no there's nothing there. You just <laughs> you're just a whole bunch of people on islands of your own.
4: All yeah, right, so. gonna, they never I'm trying to find you know is a it's a portion of his clip. I'm trying to pull it up. Hell, I can't seem to find it. But go ahead, brother. I'm, 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 I'm gonna play. Yeah. So of...
6: he was saying, he was saying, which who are you looking for? Um, Tim Scott?
4: No, the uh, or Umar. Umar. Just portions of it. Don't tell me he okay. took, took it. So
6: down. he was good. As you know, I liked a lot of what he was saying too, brother. Summary. But there was a couple of points where. was it? Umar. Where I, I would. I, yeah. I, there's a couple of times when he was speaking where I wish that he wouldn't do what he does which is to mm-hmm. just put out an opinion and not have any facts behind it and he does that a lot where he'll he'll jot out a lot of factual information but then he puts his opinion on top of things and his opinion is often misconstrued or incorrect And so that's the only thing I would like to deal with him about, which would be to keep his opinion to himself and just deal with the facts that he brings to the table that you can't really refute. You Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Because he said something about, uh, I I can't remember right now, but he said something, and it was just opinion. And I was like, man, that's, that's not even, you know, you... There's no way to even prove anything he just said on that one. So, based on his opinion, it's just not substantiated. You can't trust that, not unless you can prove what he said. Now, I'm going to back up again, going back to what you were saying about the the totems, or back in Kemet, and you're dealing with the animals, and you're dealing with the totems that the humans use as an attribute to themselves as to something that they found or they, they were fond of or they looked at and studied and found them to be something that was to uphold. And it would be a particular type of an animal and even as i thought about it it was the first time i even thought that the totem that we use throughout the world but you know beginning in africa where you see most totems where they began but then you would see totems in south america in central america and even in north america there's totems that are used all over the the world So, the totems that you were describing, Mm -hmm. a lot of them are the totems that people would choose that fit their attributes of kind of who they were or, or what the animal represented. So, the ones that would fly, and there may be a hawk as a totem or an eagle as a totem. So... You know, there's different reasons why they choose the different totems. You will have in different countries different totems chosen because the animals in those countries are exclusive to those countries. So you won't see those, you won't see certain animals from another country being used as totems in another country, but they're still using totems representing animals. Now the totem is is something that you can have more than one of. So if your totem represents the lion, you can also have a totem that would represent a hawk. So sometimes the zodiac the, the the way that the cosmos align you when you're born, it'll match you up with a zodiac or it'll match you up with a totem that will align you to to, to link you with a certain totem. So, you know, like you know, I say being born in August on the last day Leo. And that's a representative of a lion. So that's kinda of like automatically a totem of mine. The lion. And thinking of myself as a descendant of those great ones in Kemet and then feeling like I'm more lined up like Haru. So my totem, like Haru's totem, is a hawk. So I have a lion and a hawk as a totem for myself. And when I might wear it or just to represent my attributes of my soul or my spirit. That's, you know, like some something that can see things clearly or see above things. That's something that can fly in the sky and can see down and look look down on things and just kind of see everything. So that's like the all-seeing flying bird that can see everything. And then the lion is one that has a lot of different qualities. So there's strength and there's courage, you know, and then there's the loyalty. But then there's of course the territorial aspects of the of the lion too, where he's, he's territorial. And so this, it's just certain things about certain animals. And then when I was thinking about it, the dog, again, ancient Kemet, they will use. A particular dog symbol, and they may have that as the head, and then the rest of the body would be you know a human in human form, so in real in reality, what was going on, they would carve a mask or carve something out that would be a image of a particular animal, and they would wear that on their face at a particular time of a ceremony. And it would be in human form, but in the representation of the totems that, you know, who who you aspire to be or who what was passed down from your mother and your father who gave you your totems. So even here in this country, now we learned about the Native Americans when we was younger growing up, and we learned that they had totems. And a lot of times they would have, pole was what we were referred to and we would see all of these different images on a pole and it would be maybe just different faces or just images of different ways of looking. And then the other ways of totems were like a fox. Like in this country you see a lot of fox totems or you you know the representation of someone who, who kind of studied the fox and how it moved and what it did and then it's like okay I'm I'm quiet and I'm sleek and I'm clever and I'm like these type of things and so you take on it, you take on the attribute. And if you if it was uh, even a lot of times it was a big buffalo that would be a totem for someone out in the west you when know, they had a whole lot of buffaloes. They would take on the the image of that because it was something special about those buffalo and they were very intelligent and they were very strong beasts. And um, you can, you know, you can do a lot with them. Now they would only kill one every now and then just to survive because they wouldn't over, they wouldn't just see something and just kill, kill, kill. They would just do it just for survival purposes. So the majority of them are gonna live and they would just kill one at a time, or something like that. But it wasn't until the white Europeans got in the mix and. Went on the slaughterhouse and killed all of the daggone buffalo, everyone that they seen. So that never happened until the white Europeans came and started doing that. But that's another subject for another day. So, but these totems, you know, it's something to get into. Like I was telling you about the teacher, my preacher, teacher Rabbi Ellen Demuzalu. He's very good at um, teaching about the totems. Now, I haven't become a, a master teacher or a master at all in this subject yet so i'm still learning myself but i find it intriguing that all over the planet people use these type of images to represent themselves and maybe their their groups and their nations or tribes and they would just do these ceremonial things and paint these um these masks that they would carve out of a lot of times wood or carve out of different types of um, natural things like tree bark or uh, just different ways. I'm not sure all the names of what it was, but I know I've seen them. And, um, you know, it's just a case study. Now, the last thing I'm going to say on this thing is that you were bringing up how you went to the hospital for your dog. And the bill was five hundred and something dollars. That was a brilliant way of looking at it when you thought about having something like a, you know, we need a Obamacare for dogs or something <laughs> like that. So what I'm looking into, based on what you said, is that I'm sure this is going to happen because it always happens this way. When we say something, the next thing you know, somebody about to do something with what we said animal health care insurance I don't know if that exists but that's something that maybe you know uh, somebody can can dwell d- dwell into animal health care insurance
4: I think it does I think it does I think I had a, uh, another dog before and I think they was telling me something like that before I, I okay. want to see it now. I'm not sure Shit, I, ain't even, I can't even afford goddamn health care. I know damn well I ain't finna really can't afford it for a damn dog. I mean, yeah, yeah <laughs> I
6: know that 500 hurts you right there,
4: man. I know that.
6: Ooh. Hey, man, for one dog?
4: Like, oh, man. My, my brother, said he, I didn't even pay that for myself. Yeah, my brother, he had a dog he took there and he paid $1,000 for, uh, like, you, know, you take them in, they said it's critical. You, you know, you, you got to pay this up front. He said he paid $1,000 and the dog still died i forgot what was wrong with him yep so he paid a thousand up cash front and it, i mean up front and it still uh passed away yeah so them damn animal hospitals man are high as hell like i, I ain't nothing with them I ain't no negotiating no payments you know like i not well you just pay the all uh, deductible like you know you go in there pay a deductible and shit you and i think a lot of it man too it puts you in a dilemma too and when I mean put you in a dilemma, put you in a decision-making, you have this animal, a dog, or whatnot, and you can't pay that, the only option you have then is to put the dog to sleep. What I forgot the what they call it, euthanize. That's the, that's the yeah. other dilemma. So you, by you trying to save the dollar and you don't have that money to pay up front, the other option they're going to give you, well, only thing we can do here is just euthanize them. Like, that's oh. kind of like damn, you sure that's all you can do? Look, I damn, I mean, look, I might will, and it, it, it's nothing like they, they they can negotiate with you and try to save the, you know, the animal's life or whatnot, man. That's basically what it is. It's damn near, you know what, and it may be the same reason, and we saying that about the animals, but you really damn near think about it, like when somebody's on life support in a hospital, they start looking at, you may have insurance, but your insurance start running out and what they start want to tell you, well, you might want to make a decision that, you know, Hey, um, if you want to go ahead and pull the plug or not, because they might not make it or whatever, you know, yeah. insurance is running out. Now you got a situation like, man, damn, come on, bro. He might come out, get, get, get another week or another song. Well, your insurance ain't going to pay for it. And you know, right we don't know how you know we got to go ahead and unplug them because you know who gonna pay for it and there you go in a bad situation at the family member you don't have the money so what else can you do but like damn i guess we got to unplug them and, and it, it runs the same way with humans same that's yeah. how this
2: shit, man yep. yeah anyway yeah man now, did
6: crazy. you hear about I mean, you know, I was going to wait, change wait, the wait, subject wait. and ask you a question. Did you hear about what happened to the former president's lawyer this week?
4: Giuliani. Uh, yup. What he's getting investigated or something?
6: Yeah, man. The Fed man. went in there and took all of his uh, laptops and everything, and they all in his business, man, to see if he did some criminal thing. Related to what the president might have had him go and doing across the you know, around the world, as far as things that um, another branch of the government was supposed to do, instead of having some hiring your lawyer to go and do some do what he's going over there to do, and um that's what he's being investigated for.
4: And I heard they're still pushing some of this Russia bull crap. Because like what I've heard on 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 a news outlet, because I I didn't really get into, it, but I heard on a news outlet they still trying to see did he have any kind of did he do any kind of dealings uh, even before Trump uh, with what you call it that place uh, the Ukraine.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
4: they yeah, man.
6: That. Um, they, this is this a window into to catching up to Trump's um, stuff too now, so they gonna go at his lawyers first. And then after that, after they find something on his computer or whatever, that's going to be enough for them to go and investigate the president, too, and, and indict his stuff.
4: Man, that's the Teflon Don. They didn't name him Donald Trump for nothing. That's
6: the
2: Teflon Don. <laughs> yeah, he Man, was it, the Teflon Don. They're they investigated
4: this dude for four years, didn't find nothing. They got everybody. A whole lot. They didn't mess. They got uh-huh, everybody. The mm-hmm. Man, you ain't messing no with the gun, man. He, look. <laughs>
6: I'm
3: him, telling
6: you. You think he. They think impeached he, him twice mm. and still didn't convict him? Yeah, well, that's because it was crooked. But so then, I mean,
4: what's the use of him trying to mess with the man now? Hell, he's gone. They they got what they want. They got the power. With their no, song? They ain't, hey, good enough. Power. they ain't good enough. They ain't good enough. They got the power. I, I know it. That's see. That's how them damn Democrats run. They don't. That's how they work. They, you want, blood, they want your dead caucus laying on that damn Look,
6: slack. i tell you what. He better not die till we get him for what he did. So. Yeah, I know
2: so, it.
4: Cause we now, will
6: dig him up and set him up and prop him up and put him through the courts and then convict him and then bury him back down.
2: Yeah,
4: I, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah! If he died and came back to life, reincarnation—they gonna charge his ass for something. Oh
2: yeah,
4: and I, and I sure did. For, I got the um, the Umar Johnson the thing. This here is a clip about four minutes. Now, he's gonna make some excellent points in this right here. Excellent point. let uh, let me see. I got a screen share because I am. <laughs>
6: I on. thought you would like
4: this. Mm-hmm. I am on. Just this, like this ain't going into a lot. It just. You're just dealing with joe biden on this one i got a share because i am on talk shoe and i am on camera so let's let's jump into a little bit
5: just here i hope i want to go to president biden president biden your first day of office can you hear it first so- of all
6: can you hear Joe? yeah yeah sounds clear
5: oh, i'll make sure let me back it back up then all right here we go i want to go to president biden president biden your first day of office you signed an executive order to protect the life and safety of transgenders. I have no problem with that. But you did it on your first day. But he sat up here with you, Charlemagne, and told black people that if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. So if you went out of your way begging black people to vote for you, Why haven't we got an executive order or any other activity coming out of the Oval Office from President Biden to protect black people from police? Look what he's doing with the anti-Asian hate. President Joe Biden signed an executive order that is exclusive to Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. I don't have a problem with that. But if you can protect the Asian American and Pacific Islander from violence, Why can't you do the same thing for black people? They've been dealing with violence for one year as a result of COVID. That's what it's called, the COVID-19 hate crimes bill Mm -hmm. to protect Asians as a result of discriminatory treatment that they've been dealing with for how long? One year. Black people have been catching hell for 400 years. And we have yet to get an executive order from Joe Biden to protect us from the police. So can I ask you a question? If the Senate was able to pass the anti-Asian hate crimes bill Charlemagne and the 96 to 1 with almost no opposition, why is it that the Emmett Till lynching bill still has not been approved? Why is it that there have been over 200 different anti-lynching bills introduced in the U.S. Congress, 200, and not one of them has been approved by the U.S. Congress yet. But the first ever Asian bill goes through on the first try. Mm. Look at the racism. Look at the discrimination. Look at the bias. Look at the inequity there. And why are they catering to the Asians? You know why? Because the amount of white people in this country is shrinking. And whenever the amount of white people in America shrinks, America looks to find other white groups or other minority groups that they can build an alliance with to protect their power and their interests. Who better than the Asians? They're just as conservative politically as many middle-class white Americans. They are just as economically comfortable as many middle-class white Americans. They don't like black people just as much as many middle-class white Americans. Not to mention that this can go a long way towards building relationships with Asian countries on the continent of Asia that America can't afford to build an alliance with Russia. Let us be clear about something. The continent of Asia is a big problem for the US government. You got three power nations on that continent. You got Russia that America can't stand. You got China that America can't control. And you got India, which is one of the fastest growing populations and it is quickly becoming the IT giant of the world. Kamala Harris is not the vice president by accident. Kamala Harris is the vice president on purpose because America needed to send the nation of India a olive branch to improve their relations because America can't afford for India to get tight with China or Russia. This is politics, and they're going to use the Asians, probationary whites. They're going to upgrade them to probationary white status to make sure that they stay on the side of the white man and not go on the side of the black man. This Asian agenda is a distraction from the issues that are affecting black people. How do you sign an executive order for the transgenders, executive orders for the Asians? He has signed nothing for black people. And mind you, Envy and Charlemagne, there have been at least five notable police terrorism cases on Joe Biden's watch. You had the sixteen year old sister who was shot four or five times with the knife. Mm -hmm. And I don't want nobody to tell me that the police were justified. We gonna get to that. Okay, I got you. But the five, her. Mm -hmm. And then you have uh Officer uh Nazario, the African Latino brother who was harassed by the police Mm -hmm. in his car. Mm -hmm.
6: The lieutenant. You had the brother,
5: seventeen year old boy murdered by the police in the bathroom in Knoxville, Tennessee. The other brother in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, who was shot in the execution of a warrant. And I'm missing some, oh, Dante Wright, who was mm-hmm. murdered, and she thought it was a taser. Tasers don't look like guns. Tasers don't feel like guns. They don't weigh the same as guns. And there's no way under heaven you accidentally thought a taser was a gun. But again, five cases, and the president still has not acted. The same president that told the Breakfast Club that if you black and don't vote for me, you ain't black. Well, why haven't you done anything for black people yet, Joe Biden? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Answer that Joe. Answer that Joe.
4: We waiting. We waiting. <laughs> Keep on waiting. Uh, well Yeah, I just had to throw that in there, y'all. Hey, I nah 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 nah, Uma, I don't disagree with you. I ain't disagreeing with you. Hey, he laid it out, man. Hey. But it look, is what it is. Boy. You Go
6: know, ahead. you said okay, you, you after he started talking about the schools, you dropped off. But he talked about the schools before he got to this part, son, right?
4: Yeah, I'm talking about. No, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I didn't. know I didn't say it, I. I stopped listening to the interview. I just wasn't okay. agreeing with it when when he started okay. lying about I listened to the whole interview. I just like he said when he started saying that, i like, oh, here we go with this bull. He said
6: he's three weeks away from repairs in three different ways for the schools to be bought up and running. And He, he was three. Some.
4: He was three weeks. Hell, what? Four, five years ago, wasn't he?
6: No, 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 no. He wasn't. But, but you no, know, I've seen I've, – I've watched the progress, so he's real close. He,
4: how many times, he said, because he, he got on there, first of all, and I come back to Biden, he came back and they're talking about, well, it's taking so long because he don't have nobody want to volunteer, uh, electricians, plumbers, and all of these black people don't want to vote. So you know, and they need money to fix this. So how are you three weeks out if, if if ain't nobody volunteering and this and that, and you need the money. So now all of a sudden you talking about you three weeks off. So which one is it? Are right. you are you, yeah. you getting the volunteers, the people who's going to do it, or um, are are you three weeks off? I mean, so uh, do you have the money to pay for it? This you
2: know,
4: man is lying again. Now other than that, is school. Like you were saying, some other things that you agree, you disagree with him. I just, I just disagree. I, I mean, I don't believe him. I'm gonna say that I don't believe him what he's saying about the school. And I, you know, and I have no stake in it. I ain't donated nothing, so you know, and I'm not gonna donate. So really, I don't have no opinion. yeah, well, I do have opinion, but I really don't have a vested interest. If he do open the school, if he don't open the school, I, it ain't it ain't. I have no, I have no children. I'm trying to send there anyway, but you know.
6: He gets in front of his own self a lot of times because he's often misunderstood and he sounds arrogant sometimes coming across, even if the way in which he may ask for donations he may sound a little bit too upfront or too uh too much like begging instead of a uh, generous asking to help to donate so being so I know the brother. For me, I may want to get in contact with them because there's ways to get things done, and brothers will lend a hand. But it's not what you say; it's how you say it. It's not how you. It's not what you're asking for; it's how you ask for it. So you know, maybe I can somehow assist him in the area of going to the different groups, or at least speaking with them and trying to get them on board with what he's trying to do. Because sometimes it's you come off a certain way, and you ask someone to help you, but it seems like you're too, um, you're too upset, or you seem like you're too, you don't, your heart is too. Uh, I, help me, some way with what I'm trying to. <laughs> there's something that's going con, on where you, you,
4: you're too con man. That's the, That's the, it. <sighs> And I know okay, so I'm, too that's your left man. side. That's, that. that's your left side. You're going to be, you know, you progressive with it. I'm just going to be on the right. I'm just going to lay it all out. See, I'll tell you that's what, that is. what I mean. You can't ask. see. You can't see what it is. It's just like he can't have his way. Things are not going his way. So the thing he do, he going to talk bad at black people now yes. because he's not, yes. they're not falling for. The bullshit. Everybody wore at first. Everybody was at first. Uh-huh, uh-huh, here's, uh-huh. here, here's the thing again, right? When you was asking for the money, everybody just, they just went, put out the blueprint. They just went because, you know, they, you, you was laying out some stuff that people, you know, um, can agree with what he was saying. Yeah. But then when. Then it started laying out, okay, well, brother, look, it's been X amount of time, brother. Like I said, you ain't went to Home Depot. y'all know I said this is a long time ago. You ain't went uh-huh. to Home Depot, oh, bro, and bought one freaking brick. You got X amount of dollars, half a million dollars or whatever. You ain't brought one brick, bro. Now, hold up, bro. we getting impatient here. See, this is what, like, come on, bro. You hadn't. We don't, we, you don't see no progress. That's the thing. No progress is being made. We didn't, they didn't see nothing. So now you getting upset with, with people because they not giving you they hard earned goddamn money because number one, brother, you can't go to any goddamn bank and, and, and tell them folks like Sunray, I want to buy, I want to buy a studio so I can open up a real culture freedom radio, uh, uh studio. Okay. Well, Mr. Mr. Sunray, um, um we, we that sound good you know we, we cool with that but what do you have as collateral what do you have you can show for them? they want to know how they're going to get their goddamn money back they don't. they'll <laughs> want to lay out the credentials and and, and they want to know exactly because they're gonna give me no money if they know they ain't gonna get their money back so the whole thing with, with Uma, they want to the, the people didn't went out they just went off you know faith with it like like in the church for the religious thing that people say. They went off faith and believing in that, brother. But after a while, that shit goes away, bro. Come on now, look how long it's been. How many years it's been? It's been a mighty long time, doc. Now, even though you've been showing you got some whatever building, you say you got a building, but still again. Now, even when you get this building, just say you do get it fixed and open. How? Now... How you gonna fund it to run it? You have to keep having money coming in and run. If you can't get the money to get it fixed and build it up now, how in the hell you are going to be able and you get mad at people because you asking them for donors you know, donor donorship to fund it, bro. And if you don't go you're not gonna depend on the government, how you gonna keep that school open? You gotta pay the light bills, you gotta pay the staff, you gotta do all this. How is he going to do this shit if he can't even get the building fixed now from the start? It's been years. So how now, is he going to maintain when he get it open?
6: One thing he didn't mention on the Breakfast Club show was that the that, uh, state of Delaware, that where the school is, two schools, I guess, they're charging him a whole bunch of taxes to pay, too. So he didn't mention that on the show. But they want, um, I think it's $300,000 in taxes for the properties, too.
4: Property tax, because it's sitting there. And yeah. see, you got you to gotta get it. That's what I'm saying. Okay, you, you when you do open it, how are you still, because you're trying to do this off the backs of black people. I'm going to say this, off the backs of black people. Because you said you ain't getting no government funded. It's going to be black on black-ran, but now the people are not. And they're trying to – asking for money to get it up and running. So, bro, how are you going to keep it maintained? How are you going to maintain it even if you do scrape up the penny and nickels and dimes to get the, the electricity bill? I think he mentioned about – It's going
6: cost money to go to that school.
4: The AC. Yeah, it's going to cost some money. But then you think about it now, with all this COVID shit going on, people ain't even going to goddamn so-called regular schools. And my thing about it again—that's why I asked this. I, I, I said this. Now you're not talking about sending children off to college, these campuses. So even if he's in what what is school at in Delaware? Uh,
6: yeah, I think it is. Well, I'm not. Let me sure Is it Maryland? Not Maryland. It's definitely. Uh... Yeah, I guess it's Delaware, man. I think it's okay. Delaware. Now, now, think about
4: it. Now, let's say we're just going to say to the conscious community, which, you know, people so-called in the conscious community, people who believe in it. Now, you got people in New York. You got people in Atlanta. You got people probably in Memphis. You got people, you know, all over, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: How, how are these children, and people who fund him, who donate to him probably all over the United States, how are they children going to go to their schools? So oh, you mean? So are they gonna send their children off to school like they send, uh, like we send teenagers off to college and let them stay there and live there on on that campus or something? Do we have dormitories there, or are you gonna have to move in that city, Delaware, where the school is located, in order so for I your think children?
6: Baltimore is it? Baltimore is it Baltimore or? I'm I'm trying to look at the map now so I can tell you for sure where it's at. I'm not sure. But he was talking about busing children from Philly back and forth to the school which is not that far from Philly, maybe um, maybe an hour away or less.
4: Every day you're gonna bust your children.
6: See, but see but 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 see that's what I'm saying,
4: the people who can only go to their schools it would be in their general vicinity, man in an area, but I want to say you got people in California who all of these people who he's asking to donate this money. That's cool. People want to see um you have a certain academy. That's why I was saying maybe it should have been a better way of doing this. I'm not knocking, knocking that brother's idea about having a school, but it, it could have been another. Now I, I would say, like I said, long time ago, if he would have had maybe set up something in Philly where he was at, and maybe started the Marcus Gosby, what it was what is it the Frederick Douglass Marcus Gosby Academy or something to that degree I forget exactly mm-hmm. what it's called I hope I said that's that right.
6: exactly it you're exactly right
4: he would have started it in Philly right he would have started mm-hmm. something maybe some small in Philly and maybe let little school there and started a charter school, opened them all probably in different places in the United States. That way it could have been one in Atlanta, one over here, one over there, in different places. But he lay, he come up with the curriculum school system. And, you know, and somebody else want to join on, say you had the money just like, hey, brother, I want to, you know, a, a me and some other brothers and sisters in this city, like, hey, we want to get in on that. You know, we, we got a building uh let's start up we can start a charter school under here and like i said everything and they can just get the uh information online and you know it, it, everything will be go through there and wherever his school at would be the mother uh school i would say the mother school that's mm-hmm. the central location where everything goes through where he's at in philly Instead of trying right. to be this one big-ass, massive, Howard University-type school. Now, like I said, because you got children all over the United States, how are they going to take part? And who believe in you? funding These people, how 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 the people in California? Uh, they're not going to benefit cause because they ain't going to
6: be able to get to it. They ain't going to
4: Unless they're going to send, like I said again, unless it's like a college, you're going to send your children off the But school it ain't
5: year like a college. To anyway.
4: board them children there. So, it's like saying, is you know, you looking at something, and I wouldn't trust sending my my children. Now, I'm just being honest in this day and times how things are. Not to say Umar Jones is gonna do nothing to nobody's children, but I wouldn't send my child off to nobody's goddamn school like that. No way. Not in this client. I'm, I'm with
6: you on that, Sonoran. I know the brother, but I, I don't, I, I'm with you on that one.
4: And, you, and I'm not saying it wouldn't be him. It could be anybody, somebody on his staff, but that wouldn't be the proper thing to do. you sending your child off, I don't know, about 10 years old. He's too bullheaded That's, for me. Personally. You want me to send your child off and, and, and stay there. And I think I've, I've Thought now I heard him say that before that he was going to have like a boarding school at one particular time. I think he was looking at some in Atlanta some way. Yeah, I
6: think you. I heard him say that too. Mm -hmm. That shit don't Mm -hmm. work, dog.
4: Nah, Mm -mm. that shit don't fly. But what the the, going back to the part where he was saying about biting, he was dead ass. Ah damn, my bad. I should
6: (laughs) dead ass because I'm. That's all right. Go ahead, man. (laughs) You the You're a cussologist, brother. Go ahead, lay it out. But I can't say that.
4: I can't, say, I, can't say, I can't use the word ass and be go going to talk about the LGBT now. They don't, I uh, nah, nah, nah. Oh, well,
6: no. Nah, but then, you know, you already said <laughs> no, it up. You, you know, said it
4: in half. I heard somebody say that before. That, 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 that dead ass, bro. You know, instead of saying it's right on. But he was right. <laughs> in the first 100, in his first day in office, he signed a negative order, which he already told people he was going to do. Now, he kept his campaign promise which he to them uh specifically to that uh community he did it in the first 100 days i mean uh first day you know not 100 but first day <laughs> now they came up with this asian type thing now again here we go again like malcolm told you when you put them first they put you last last the black people and i y'all know how it goes the black people who is the backbone of the Democratic Party, who fought Stacey Abrams, all of them, and they said we handed Joe Biden the damn election. We handed it to him. You're right, because black people went out and, as they say, record numbers and voted for old Joe, no Joe, smoking Joe. They voted for smoking Joe, and y'all handed it to him. But what is he handing y'all back? What is he handing y'all back? Where is it? like you know? Uh, Cube then was talking about a platinum plan. We ain't heard a goddamn silver plan, sterling sterling silver, uh fake gold plan, no kind of plan for the black community now on
6: you the joke. What, what the Wait
4: till we get into the office and then we can do something for you. See, that's the bullshit. See now that was the campaign promise like they usually do. See he he made a campaign promise to LGBT community and he kept that motherfucker. I mean, kept motherfucker. Mother but then now, when it came down to black people, oh, just wait till we get in there. We gonna then we can talk. He they they did what politicians do on that. Tell you we are gonna give your ass something. And once they get in there, we told you what. I don't remember that conversation. That, that that's the type of shit they doing with black people. So it's the same old situation. Like, he laid it out in this piece, so it might.
6: He,
2: he, he said I,
4: what he's going to do for black people. Yeah, Joe and them ain't going to do shit. Like this, all this police stuff they talking about to protect and come on, man. I, I, and again, somebody was saying I heard somebody was on the show. Uh, they was talking about Obama. They were saying so many things. I, I what minute. Hell, it was Umar Johnson. Umar Johnson was saying how Obama. Now he he he's coming out talking about the police against police brutality and all of this. When he passed a bill called what was the Act Blue or some Blue Live Matter, he the one started that Blue Live Matter shit uh, uh, to protect the police. Now all of a uh-huh. sudden he's out of there. Now all of a sudden oh we got to – they with they with with this social bull crap and y'all blessed to believe they utilize they using black people again right? Your pain. Your suffering, your trials, what you're going through, it ain't got – they don't give a damn about us getting killed down by no police nobody else, not even by ourselves. They don't give a shit. It's something else they're trying to do, y'all. Best to believe it's a—it's a, what they call the bait and switch. This is the flea flicker. This ain't got nothing to do – they don't care. All this racism shit and all that stuff they got, man, they don't give a rat's ass about what's happening to us. Not at all. Oh, and by the way, since I'm saying that, um, there's there's some crazy stuff that's supposed to be happening here in this city. Oh, where the hell they go, y'all? Uh, and I said they're trying to do this here to piss the goddamn clan off. This is crazy as hell. Juneteenth, right? In this city, they've been having uh, Juneteenth celebration. It was in two parks. Come on, where the goddamn article could go? Uh, don't tell me they don't took it down. But anyway, I'll try to just remember I top of the dome. There was two parks here it's called douglas park i don't know if it was named after frederick douglass i really don't know the history of that park because i don't go there i never went there and never will because boy you go to that goddamn park you might get shot i'm just dead serious uh but anyway every every uh june for years they had uh the celebration in two well one park it was the douglas park uh here in memphis and then um things had got so bad every 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 year they had a juneteenth celebration in that park somebody got to shooting and fighting and most of young folks don't know what the hell juneteenth was about just out there because like they said man hey just make up a holiday and black people will celebrate it and that's kind of what they was out there just hey, it was just a day to come out there and get you know the drink party and play your goddamn loud music not not knowing about juneteenth so it was a lot of shooting and fighting and shit that went on at that celebration but uh they want to this year move um it from Douglas Park and they had another one called uh what was it Robert Robert Park, damn I can't think of the name. Of it. Uh yeah, Robert E Church Park. They want to move it from there. And now they had they had a park um he was a clan member. He was a clan he was the first grand wizard. Nathan Bethed Forrest. Y'all heard of him? Nathan Bethed Forrest. Um, here in this city of Memphis. Let me see. If I can I cut this damn thing off? Maybe I can play this shit, man. I'm trying to play the interview right there. The hold on. Let me see. Let me play it. Hold, hold on. One second. I'm gonna want to play this. Why
5: this year's festival location means more than just a change of address.
0: Freedom is here. Freedom is now. We are at our new home, the Memphis Juneteenth Festival. In front of the empty pedestal where the statue of Nathan Bedford Forrest once stood, Memphis Juneteenth Festival organizers announced Friday that the annual event will now be held at Health Sciences Park. There was times in our lives where a little girl like me couldn't even walk in this park. But on today, we have little girls like myself and little boys like my son will be able to walk in this park and feel freedom, right? Juneteenth Festival President Delisa Franklin says they are reclaiming the grounds. Forrest was a Confederate general and the first Ku Klux Klan Grand Wizard. His statue was removed from the park in 2017, and plans are underway to relocate the remains of Forrest and his wife to Columbia, Tennessee, at the new National Confederate Museum.
6: This is almost like a book. Once stood a Confederate soldier and now we're having the Juneteenth celebration here on
5: on these, uh, on these on this land. So this is going to be great and we're looking forward to it.
0: The Juneteenth Festival has been celebrated in Memphis for 28 years, previously at Douglas Park and Robert E. Church Park. This event will be held June 18th and 19th and will feature education opportunities, vendors, and entertainment from gospel artist Ernest T. All weekend long, we will continue to impact the lives
4: I'm going to stop it. I'm going to just stop that. Now,
0: <laughs>
4: while I'm saying this, now, uh, what they're actually doing, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all the trick with that doing. It's a fight, like I said, this park. That Nathan Bedford Forrest, this particular park, he's still buried in this particular park. Nathan, I'm, I'm telling you, they had a statue with him riding on a horse, you know, sitting on a horse in his Confederate uniform and all of that. They took the statue down. But right there still where the statue stood, his wife and his family' are buried in that particular part and still where they're trying to have that celebration. Now, in the Sons of Confederacy... Been having it out with these people, man. They've been having it out about their part, because there's a way that they did some old slick, underhand stuff anyway to get that statue taken down. Just remember, they started all this statues thing here in Memphis before they started all the country uh, snatching down uh statues. But anyway, so with this move that they are actually trying to do, they are actually trying their damnedest to piss off the Sons of Confederacy and really some stars, some shit. I, that just my this is my opinion to really get some shit started, knowing damn well what's wrong with the other parks? What's wrong with, right. I mean, yeah, somebody said, man, it's, you know, it's, so what, Sunray? Yeah, it, it, there's something to this. It, it is. Those other park. now I can see the Douglas Park, hell yeah, I agree. Damn, get it up out of there, because that's a, that's a killing field. But the other park that they have, that's where they had uh, uh, Robert Church Park, this downtown, right like by Beale Street, right by the FedEx farm where the Grizzlies play. Nice park uh to have it at and that's where they have the africa africa and april festivals at but just so happen y'all want to it's like and and notice why they they, notice juneteenth you having this particular thing dealing with our freedom right there it's like almost trying to piss the dead man off (laughs) almost y'all gonna have this juneteenth festival about free and slave right here in, in this confederate damn park and that's, uh, it's like to kick up some racism shit. Like, they want to kick some shit off. That's what I... I it just maybe me in my mind, maybe, y'all. I don't know, y'all. I, but that's what I'm looking at. It's like, why?
6: Well, you, you're on to something. And, but what it is to me is the energy that that park has that makes that when black people come together in that park, because of the bad energy mm. that comes from this, this guy... And he's there and his remains or there's a statue used to be there, whatever. Just the whole, the whole atmosphere right in there is going to be something that's going to be negative towards our spirits. So you say that there's a lot of killing and people arguing and fighting and things going on on Juneteenth, which should not be happening?
5: Yeah, at this, park, at this particular
4: park, they've been having it called Douglas Park. Now, the, the Douglas Park, now mind you, is in the so-called black community. It's in a, in, in a neighborhood called Douglas. Y'all can look it up. Anything about Memphis it's called Douglas Community. And that park is actually in the black community neighborhood. So that... You know, so they had the, the elders instead of going to that park because they didn't feel safe. They said, no, nah, we're not going to keep going there. They decided, the elders said, we're going to have ours in uh, Robert Church Park. I think that's the guy who was the first black millionaire in the city of Memphis. He was uh, on tugboats in this city. Okay. So, basically, anyway, that was a more safer uh, place to have it for the elders. Let them young folk have that shit at, at Douglas Park. So, but yeah, so anyway, black people was going to uh, anybody could have went to. Uh, I forgot the name of it now. Here, that park, uh, they don't rename it, but the park where the where the statue was at, anybody was going in that park. Now probably back. Now she's saying we. I remember we couldn't as little girls couldn't walk through that park. Now I don't know about that shit. Like I'm fifty goddamn years old. She don't look no older than me. I remember walking through that goddamn park when I was young. Now, I'm 50. Now, she ain't that damn no, old, look older than me. So how was I able to, how was I and my mother and them was able to walk through that damn park, and she she wasn't able to walk through that park. I, come on, man. It's been a public park for years. It just his the statue with him, um, with you know, with him on a horse, and his wife been on the damn horse. I didn't know that. Kid. I got grown. Who about making death problems, mm-hmm. so it, it it's just a bunch of shit. Like I said it's got some it's got some other ramifications by and like at the entity the is trying to piss these white folks off, you know, the, the clan, it gets some other shit started, some other racial shit started that shouldn't be, you know.
6: But when and we, know. when we got something, we got something implanted in our heads about something, and then we go to the place where the person who did this, you know, that's implanted in our heads. It gives us a misperception of the activities that we're trying to do. So we we, we don't understand this. It's just like what happened one year when it was a Juneteenth celebration and it was coming down. It was downtown. It was usually downtown when it first began. Now they've expanded it to where it's only taking place in the black community instead of being downtown. Because the energy downtown isn't the same as the energy when you're in the neighborhood. So there's some there's a great elder who figured this thing out, and he said we're gonna start taking it downtown, and we're gonna just have it both throughout our neighborhoods. And once they did that, brought so much revenue to the black community during the celebrations and during the parade and everything that it's going through all these different parts of the black neighborhoods that it generated a lot of revenue on that day to a lot of the businesses in the area that's, you know, black owned and and operated. So going downtown one time I got caught up in this Juneteenth celebration and I ended up just getting into the march and joining them with the, Red, black, and green people because I had my flag that day with me. And uh, I've seen a few people in the march that I knew. And so I just jumped on in. They invited me, come on in. I went on and got in with them and kind of fell back towards the middle. And while they were marching, they were saying different chants, you know. And uh, black power, different things that just didn't seem to, for me, why we? Why, why are y'all saying this right now, right here? So they're saying things that I couldn't support. Now, it was something that they were saying was common. No justice, no peace, okay, that's kind of common, you know, if that's what's what's going on. But there we're still really no need for that yet. There's no need to say that at this time either. This is supposed to be a celebration. We're not here protesting anything. So at any rate, somebody started chanting, I love being black. And then the response was, I love being black. I love being. And now only thing you see is people on the sidewalks, you know, downtown, It's always mostly white people and people that are tourists coming from out of town. And they're usually like whites or whatever. And so it seems like the arrogance of some black people who just want to boast about their blackness in front of white people to try to take a shot at white people in a degree of a hate, like their their way of taking an attempt of lashing out in hatred towards them by boasting about themselves to say I love being black and all this. Now when I when we went on the one in West Philly uh, last year and the year before, there was still people in the parade, and the red, black, and green ones was there. But it was none of that overzealous, all of that boasting and bragging about who you are or anything. It was just people just smiling and waving and celebrating the day, you know, of the freedom of people who didn't know that they were free for two years and some change, didn't know that freedom had come. So it's a celebration for the people in Texas who didn't, know that um, slavery was over. They didn't find out until two years and some change later. And so that's the celebration, is to now that everybody is free, now we can all celebrate the freedom of all, of everybody who, you know, who who's, who had been in bondage. All right, and, and it happened in June. In the teen months, no one was really sure, but when they found out it was June something somethingteenth, so they just called it Juneteenth because they wasn't sure it was the fourteenth, the fifteenth, the sixteenth, seventeenth. The Nobody really was like, I know it was the tenth. I know it was something the tenth. So you know, we didn't keep real good records when they first started about what days exactly what this. Uh, when they found this information out, so that's so, so since they found it out, they've been celebrating this for quite a while in Texas, and that spread to other states. To celebrate Juneteenth, who had no idea what Juneteenth was or what it meant, and so that's what it's really about. It has nothing to do with getting together and shooting each other up and violence ahead. You shouldn't even you shouldn't even come to this thing because you don't have a clue. You're out of place. This you're you don't have no reason to be here if you don't want to come in peace and celebrate the freedom of our people who hadn't known that they were free for, you know, because those people who had them enslaved wouldn't tell them that the emancipation, you know, had been signed and everybody was free in 1863. They didn't find out until 1865. So that's messed up. Like a year, two years and a half later. All right. So <laughs> it's real messed up. Yeah, so we I, I should just kind of...
2: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I
4: right. just, I just think, man, I just think if there's you know, they can do what they want to do, but I, but if that, like what she was saying, you know, I say, I, I think it's something uh, they're trying to do to just constantly keep pissing off those sons of Confederates here, city I in agree. I agree. Yeah, that's. But it, and if they think though, you know, um, you're going to be you feel more empowered or that's gonna make you feel a lot freer than what you say you are, uh, just because you have your Juneteenth celebration uh in a goddamn park where a damn Confederate general is uh laying dead. Hey man I do not I j I don't <laughs> I don't know what to hell to tell you. That. If that if that's what make you feel and that make you feel party get on. But tell you just teach the damn other people, hey, brother, like I said, really what the history about and, and, and tell them to stop killing each other and shine apart when people trying why the elders had like I said try to move away from you. You know, that's what you teach on. Um damn, I don't give a damn. Like I said, I, like I, I I you know, my thing with it again, and i want to play uh something with the Ministers of the Farrakhan here too. Um my thing, I, I disagree with them even taking down the damn statues, all the statues. Not in this, oh, goddamn, son, right now. You tripping that. Oh, goddamn. See, there you go. You sound like you. You, you see the with white folks in the clan. No, no. That ain't the only one. Why I said it is, again, there's some other ramifications with with all of this shit. Y'all pay attention to what all they've been doing. See, They're trying to re, rewrite history revitalize it and really clean up their history. The people who truly have been the racist to us and who have, who disagreed with us being free in the first place, being emancipated, the people who didn't want to sign the civil rights bill and all of these other bills are the same people now who's trying to play uh, cool with you and trying to pretend now they want to be on your side to help build you up the same way like they did doing the, uh, uh, again, as we was talking about during the election time. We're going to help you. We're going to do this for you. We're going to do that. And now, and look what they've done. Like like, like Umar was saying, first 100, first, no, first day in office, what happened? Passed LGBT uh, uh, bill, you know, to help them out. Now something for the Asians. Now even Barack Obama said, well, I just can't do nothing for black people uh, alone. I'm the president of all people. But it seemed to be y'all always can find, y'all always can find a particular community, a particular group of people who ask for something and y'all can do for them. But these so-called group of people citizens black so-called i'm using this word black so-called citizens of america who have built this mother sucker up with our blood truly with our blood sweat and tears, and all of that shit and get y'all free fucking labor not willingly we can't get nothing that 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 we want Not just we ain't trying to tell my man look give us some boats give us some land Give us the goddamn boat so we can get the fuck out of here. Y'all gonna pay for all of it. Build our shit up over there on this little island and pay for this and get the fuck out of here. Ain't nobody... <laughs> <laughs> so asking for that. But that's not what we ask. He's just like, look, look here, bro. Y'all just leave us alone, man. Look, we going by our way. Quit pulling us over, you know, and her up and shooting us down. Quit doing this bullshit, man. Come on, bro. Goddamn. We don't do that to y'all. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. leave us alone when y'all see us walking in the street. But, but that's another story. let me play some Minister Louis Farrakhan. Goddamn, let me play. I want to play something. Different. this is about uh, maybe seven. I ain't played no Minister Louis Farrakhan. The oh, no. let, me, let me let me put some respect on his name. The honorable Minister Louis <laughs> Farrakhan. I ain't played <laughs> him in a minute here. He talking about you deserve to be with your enemy. I think that's the right one. Let me make sure. Wow!
6: That right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's deep.
4: Oh, let me make sure this is the right one I want to play because I had it was two of them. This might, this might be the one I play.
6: That don't apply to you, son That don't apply to you. <laughs>
4: yeah,
6: don't apply.
4: This might be the one. It was another one. Ah, uh, I'm trying to make sure because I had two of them. I had, no, 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 that's the wrong one. I'll play this one, 'cause shit, I don't I had two of them. I, I want to play. okay. Let me just do this. okay. I think of them that I had set up to play this commercial out of here. Um. Yeah, he said you just be with me, and yeah, we do have some people who to desire to be with a enemy too. Let's go ahead
3: and get. Because your desire was to be with your enemy. Your desire was to be ex-
2: a <laughs> <to be> ex- <laughs> your enemy?
3: Your desire was to be honored and respected by your enemy. Brothers and sisters, when God comes, views his sight. He can't give you sight until he gives you and his light comes in his word. But now, after you hear the word, you have a responsibility to respond to the word. Now,
4: you can hear the word
3: and say, oh, I don't like this.
4: Let me stop it for Just Can you hear it? Can you hear it pretty good? Is it chopping.
6: Ray, right, it sounds a little kind of not so clear, clear.
2: Okay.
4: So hey, it's let me give clear, it let me, but it
6: keeps like kind of messing up a little bit.
4: Okay. Let me stop that one there. Let me go to the switchboard because I was trying to share it to uh, play the video. Yeah, I appreciate it, brother. Uh, brother kabina hey, let me know it was chopping up. Okay. Let me do yeah, it the other way. Let me Let me play it. Um, Let me, let me go back, y'all. Let me do it through the switchboard. I ain't going to do the video because I was trying to screen share the video along with the blog talk. I'm just going to play it from the switchboard here. So it's going to kind of start over y'all. Let me
3: do it again. But because your desire
4: was to be with
3: your enemy, your desire was to be accepted by your enemy. Your desire was to marry into the family of your enemy. Your desire was to be honored and respected by your enemy. Brothers and sisters, when God comes, he comes to give you his sight. He can't give you his sight until he gives you his light. And his light comes in his word. But now, after you hear the Word. You have a responsibility to respond to the Word. Now, you can hear the Word and say, oh, I don't like this. This Negro talking about coming out. And I've been fighting all my life to get in. And he's talking this come out business. I believe he's crazy. I believe he's a fool. This is the way the people talk about their prophets and their messengers. He's crazy. This is asking us to come out. Just as we were looking like we was getting in. This fool. So you become a disbeliever you had a chance to believe but because your desire was to be with your enemy your desire was to be accepted by your enemy your desire was to marry into the family of your enemy your desire was to be honored and respected by your enemy then that desire caused you to stick your fingers in your ears when you heard a word that brought up a vision that would take you out of the idea of your enemy. So it begins to divide the people. Believer, disbeliever.
5: The disbeliever
3: says, I went down to the mosque. I heard them crazy people, I ain't going back there no more, them people think they gonna build a world, now you know them niggas is crazy, why are we crazy, didn't we help build the white man's world, you mean you can't build a world for yourself? You built one for somebody else but don't have no heart to build one for yourself even if God is at the root of it? You say, well, I don't want no God if he's going to separate me from my white folks. (laughs) Some of the old slaves thought like that in the time of Moses. We don't want to go out. Go out where? Into the wilderness? Hell no. I ain't going out there with that crazy (laughs) Moses. Well now, that's the disbeliever. So the disbeliever ain't coming out with great substance. The disbeliever can't get a grip on substance. He continues, she continues to work the idea of the oppressor. And you get little pittings, you know, like the little crumbs from the master's table. He gives you that. But then he disrespects you. Here you are in corporate America, the vice president, senior executive vice president of the latrine cleaning. With a degree in engineering, and you're developing flush technique. (laughs) Just a little fun, that's all. My point, my point brothers, sisters, is this. You have good paying jobs, some of you, and you think that's real job security. There ain't no job security in this world. This world is going down and going down fast, man. Anytime these blue chip stocks, these blue chip companies are laying off thousands of workers, that should be a sign to you, man. There ain't no future in a ship. They got holes in it. You see the rat? Running, you still going to hold on. I know master going to bail this one out. No, even if you the engineer, he ain't going to bail this one out. And you that have hope in his world, you will see your hope gradually extinguished. And if you don't have another vision that would give you hope of something better than as he fires you after you worked for 25 years, he says, I'm sorry,
2: uh,
3: i got a downsize. meaning i got to get rid of excess weight, my company's sinking. That's what it means. You are excess."
4: It. What's going on, man? My name is Brother Ben X. Many of y'all know me for the Digital Real Estate Program. Okay, that's it right there. Oh, man. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, man. I just had to drop some of that today, man. Drop some of that. I ain't played Minister Louis Farrakhan in a little while. There. I just had to hear from the minister. I to played a couple of them. And, and uh, man, I was just listening to some short on Brother Ben X. Uh, 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 well, not that nice little one. On his podcast the other day, man. Just Reiterating some stuff, man, and recharging myself back to the basics, man. what Minister Lewis uh talking about right now, man. <laughs> you, des- you desire to be with your enemy. You desire to be with your enemy. First, you deserve to be with your enemy. I mean, you desire to be with your enemy. Now, you don't deserve to be with your enemy, but some people desire to be with your enemy. Like Malcolm said, by enemy necessary. They would do whatever it takes to-, to win a favor of the enemy, do whatever it takes um turn a blind eye to certain situations and and um a fundamental uh Lewis Ferrisman says sometimes too, you know, certain jobs, you know, we there be people who will talk crazy to you, man, talk all kind of sideways to you and shit because uh you own those jobs and they think that you need a job. You you need that money. But hey man, sometimes man, you gotta pay. you a man, you a woman you deserve to be respected for uh, no amount of money. You should ever let anybody disrespect you. And, and I'm going to tell y'all one thing that happened this week on the job I'm on, um, you know, we got a European who owned, owned a company, but a young brother, man, Hey, he laid the foundation. Hey, he stood his goddamn ground, which he's supposed to never let anybody disrespect you. I don't give a goddamn how much they pay you. Damn all that. You are a, if, if they be respected, they got it, like I said, man, you got to give respect to give respect. So a young brother does a day, man, it should be out of y'all. Excuse me, elders. I'm going to get PG. I'm going to get rated R a little bit on some I'm going to say, just, me. y'all know I'm going to have to use my I got to lay it out how he said it, y'all. I missed it. I didn't hear it all the way, but they were telling me, my coworker. You know, the owner had said something to a young brother. Tried, you know, got crazy to the young brother. And uh, the young brother told him, man, you know, about some trucks. The trucks got stuck or something. We had to go dump in a landfill. So I guess he started talking, you know, reckless to the young brother. And uh, the young brother, hey, man, you ain't got to talk to me that way. Hey, I'm grown. You grown. you going to respect me, is it? And so he just told the young brother, man, well, leave the truck. Where is that then? He told the man, I'm just ain't going to cuss y'all. He said, F you and F your damn trucks, too. I got a CDL. I don't need your goddamn job. And then he cussed the bad. He cussed the old man. Everybody was like, goddamn. They was cheering, like, yeah, get his ass. Get his ass. Tell his ass like it is. And yeah, he told him like it is, and he quit. But he's like, hey, man, F you and your goddamn trucks. Because you ain't going to talk to yeah, me no way. I'm a grown-ass man. You, that's I deserve to be respected. So like I say, man, it don't matter, bro. See, that's how, and I've, I've I've, seen it. I've heard people even say, like, you know, people will get disrespected because they don't feel like they're going to lose your job. I understand we have family. I understand that. But still, again, don't let these M- goddamn M- people talk to you no fucking kind of any kind of way because they'll think that's what it is They think some of these goddamn jobs man think that they the only damn thing that's going in this city in their in that city No, Motherfucker, yep. no, no man look here, bro. I ain't gonna kiss your ass for no job or no money cool. dog You're gonna respect me man. I ain't look we ain't, I ain't gonna talk to you crazy, but one thing about it. You're gonna respect me let them motherfuckers know, man, we have to stand up. All that bullshit, man. And, well, I don't want to get fired. I got bills I got to pay. Fuck that. You know, because when you dead and gone, your family still going to have them same motherfucking bills there when you dead and gone. So, man make, them up, man, make them suckers respect you. You know what I'm Cause they, Because they're going to make you earn. They're going to make you respect them. That's one goddamn thing. But, um... I just had to play the minister, but there's something else, something else I want to throw out right there. I'm looking at my holy tablet, man. There's so much I I, I want to look at and read in a holy tablet, man. This this holy tablet, man, is still a powerful book to me, and a lot of great wisdom in it. I like some chapters in it called the Living Soul, uh, and here a lot of things in here called stumbling blocks and stepping stone, uh, the mind, uh, dealing with the mind, uh, breathing, y'all, name it, man. Uh, the master teacher, Doctor York, man, Doctor Malachi the York, they laid out a lot of information here in this tablet. I, I, I say, but, it's, it's and, um, but I'm looking at one thing I like that he was, he had written in here. He says they have no play. let me see. Talking about some other things, he says the righteous person should, should protect himself, him or herself carefully from any distracting, uh, distracting uh, influence people who lie, steal, or are greedy, or indulge in backbiting, and they pass the time with idle gossiping. It says, they have no place in the life of the righteous person. The elders used to say, now check this out. Y'all like this right here, man. The elders always came out with some man, good sayings. I don't mm-hmm. know. So he said, the elders used to say, the more you notice a monkey, the more it will clown. I like that one, man. The more you notice a monkey, the more it will clown. It said avoidance is safe. Avoid those disagreeables. I like that right there, man. That's true indeed. The more you pay attention yeah. to a the food, the more he going to act the goddamn food. It's like a person, like I right. said, he's moving out. You pay attention to him. You give them, giving that attention, the more they going to act the food and show out even more. So like oh, I said. I got
6: that. Lord, I naturally do that. I don't know what it is with that, but I naturally do that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these things are innately in you, like mm-hmm. these pro- proverbs and stuff. It, some people walk the proverb. I, I don't know how many people. But I know myself. A lot of times, reading the scripts and stuff, it's like I'm I'm, I'm walking these these scripts and whatnot, mm-hmm. because when something like that happens, if someone is trying to get attention, even if it's a girl. She over there shaking her behind, trying to get my attention, just shaking it, shaking it, you know, dancing to some music or something, right? And just, just and then turn around and see if I'm looking, and then I'm not. Because I'm, like, I'm not going to give you my attention, even though you got a nice behind whatever. But this, that's, I don't want to be entertained that way. So I'm not going to pay attention. I'm going to turn my back and do something else. And then she's still over there doing her thing, trying to get my attention. And I'm still not paying attention. and eventually, she stopped dancing. She's like, "Well, I guess he ain't gonna look." So she stopped dancing. <laughs> so, but there's other incidents too where you see somebody and they trying to perform because they think that they are gonna be a rapper or they think they are a rapper or something, and they out trying to out into the street somewhere and they just performing. Like they are the rapper that they listening to in their, ear, in their earphone and they perform and acting like this person. And they trying to get everybody else's attention for some reason. But it's not attractive what they're doing. They, they look like clowns. At least when the music that was hip-hop, the real hip-hop, at least when we would act out in the streets, something that was going on in the music, the dance or the style had style and it was an actual real dance and it looked something that, it looked like it was attractive. It was something that you wanted to look at. When you see somebody um, doing those type of breakdance moves or, you know, how they be pop locking and that, that's attractive. And, you know, and the music incorporated with it, and he's doing the dance to the beat, and it's so mathematically, you know, right on time, everything that the dancer is doing. These days, you see them out walking down the street performing, and they barely moving as the so-called dancing. They just kind of walking in place, just just kind of moving their feet slowly like they have uh, a ball and chain tied to one of their feet. And so they, that's how they rap, and then they move their hands like they're shooting somebody all the time when they rap, and doing these type of movements and stuff, which is not attractive. So I don't pay them no attention. There's a lot of times, the young rappers, the young guys, that's trying to get people's attention because they really feel like they're a rapper or going to be a rapper or they're doing what they're doing what they like to see out in public. So they see this on a video or wherever they see somebody. Performing like this They're doing Or imitating What they're seeing But to me It's not It's not attractive To me Because there's no Style to it It's just Walking in place Acting like you Could kill somebody Moving your hands A little bit And the way They're moving it, it's, There's no bot, There's no Real dancing Involved So to me I don't pay No attention to that Now If I do see something And it's Attention-worthy, I'll give them the attention because it's worthy of my attention. But if it's not, it's going to be one of those, with the, the proverb said about the monkey thing. Like, you know, don't pay the monkey no attention and he won't perform. So I'm not going to pay no monkey no attention because I'm not looking for that. <laughs> oh, man. man yeah. But, yeah, man, um, there's a lot of power in those proverbs and in the book that you were talking about that you'd like to read you yeah, should bring the, some uh, of those quotes up sometime because we can this is the holy tablet
4: well now this is the holy tablet that was uh uh well i was translated or written uh by the master teacher dr malachi you you will be hard pressed i think somebody saying they re they uh reprint some i don't know uh but yeah you'll be hard pressed to get them um, I still have mine. A lot of my books, man. I didn't get. I tried not to get. I'm glad I'm glad. This was a, this. When he said some jewels, this is truly a jewel, man. It goes to everything. You like um, uh, quantum physics as quantum physics, brother uh, L J talk about science It has this thing with the science. Talk about uh, things as in the planet, off the planet, hell, you name it. It got it. And I know y'all gonna trip out. It has things talk about beings that live inside the earth, on top of the earth. Uh, yes, I said it. I said inside the earth. I know y'all don't heard that shit before. They talk nothing. about it. Uh The Sumerians, y'all know about the Sumerians Talk about it. Uh, y'all can just look. Uh, what was it? Uh, I know. I can't hardly get the words a lot. A lot of times. Uh, I know it's Shambhala. Y'all heard them Shambhala. Y'all can just Google such a lot of shit. But see, see the more, more you white folk can talk about this shit, but then black folk, all day oh, y'all go with that bullshit, and we well, ain't, ain't. getting but we we know we know
6: that. shit man
4: um, man
6: look yeah. I'm trying to tell you man look this stuff is real but yeah. the more we would talk about it it would just give more prudence to how old life and human humanity is like it's so old that you know you can't even put your mind around how old and how long humanity has been on the planet. Man. It's not hey. no six thousand years old or twelve thousand. It's way older than that. No. Humanity and human beings been running around, not no dead one. Uh, what's that thing? What's the thing that you call it? Uh,
4: no, on, uh, me, what are you talk about the um the hype hype? Uh, damn, I'm say I can't yeah, even they evolved homo. out of the monkey
6: or something. Or whatever.
4: Yeah, that Homo thing.
6: Yeah, homo homo thing, right. What I can't remember the word right now. I can't get my words together tonight. So oh, like many of them. I'm a little tired
4: it's, more like than, it's more than one. It's,
6: it's, homo, it's homo. Yeah, homo erectus and all these things. Yes. Yeah. People, yeah, that, people been on the planet way longer than all that stuff. So, and if you talk about underground and people living <laughs> underground, people lived underground because it was too dangerous to live above ground. And this was eons ago. Now, you'll have the scientists tell you how long ago certain dinosaurs roamed the Earth. And they'll give you a number like 375 million years ago. Well, at the same time those dinosaurs was here, human beings were still here too. But they had to fend for their lives because of these beasts roaming the Earth that could eat you just like it was an hors d'oeuvre. Like, you would be nothing to be eaten by a big creature who was a carnivore. So 375 million years ago on down, people was digging into the ground to where a big dinosaur couldn't get into the ground. So they were digging down into the ground a real long time ago. And they were making caves into the ground at different levels of the ground. So it can go very deep, go midway, and go from almost just being on top of the land to midway down into it, so all the way down into it, and then it goes into the cave for hundreds of miles, hundreds and hundreds of miles that they dug these things where they would just live down in the ground. Would never even come up, they just live in the ground people people would live underground. It was too dangerous to live on the top of the land. Just imagine you know they lived there a lot of people lived their whole life under the ground. I'm talking true, not true talking millions and millions of years ago now, to talk about this, you would be given more prudence to life on the planet the more you talk about things underground because there's um, been discovered in Europe a thousand-mile tunnel system underground that leads from Europe all the way across Europe, a thousand miles long, a a tunnel. And it's, it's made so well, like, it's an ingenious way they made it, however it was made. So like how could this be done? It's like they used so much of their brain capacity back then to do something, to make something where you can travel underground and have places in the tunnel where if something did get in the tunnel, like a wild animal or something, they have places where they could block the animal from, from going any further. So like a door but that was made of stone that they would roll it in front of the place where the animal could come through that door, that doorway. So it's like a long tunnel, but they had different places where they would have where they can close it off in case something happened where it was an invasion of predators. So I don't know, man. We could talk about that because is pretty intriguing because when you go and look and they find all of these types of um, pyramids that are in different places around the world that are underwater and they find the evidence that the pyramid was there for a very long time because nobody had discovered it up until recently. And so that means that for it to be found underwater several hundred feet down or you know, under the water, that at some point that part of the uh, land was above water and somehow um, the, the the change in the planet's uh, way of doing its thing, it sunk that portion of the land where the pyramids were all around the world. You'll find these things where they, these uh, pyramids were once on top of the land or on top of um you know at least on earth instead of being under the water where they're so big and uh, done seemingly very similar to the pyramids that they found in in Mexico and in Kemet and um, you know, the ones in you know, different places just just like Kemet and um Ethiopia. Um, similar ones like that. So, yeah, man, I think that the planet is much older than we give it credit for. And I think humanity is way older than we give credit to humanity. And, um, there's this one channel I watch, it's the Mystery History channel, and they offer a lot of evidence of uh, man being around a lot longer than the uh, the academic people want us to believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
4: Just uh, it's a lot. It's a lot that uh and uh, uh my brother and LJ and I we we was I was trying to find uh, the video on it, but I guess I erased the history on it. And um. So
6: hey man, where's the boy? Uh- Where's my man Kabina um, at, man? Why don't you drag him in here?
4: Uh, he, I, he 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 texts me. He probably he listening in. <laughs> he listening yeah, in. Yeah,
6: well, they always yeah. want to just uh, listen in. They don't want to come in. I don't know what's wrong. Oh, it's come good. on in. L J. Uh, he ain't been in in a long time. It's time for him to come back. in.
4: He's been back listening. He's been back chilling, chilling, chilling. So it's all good. Uh, but I actually but what I'm touching on because um, I'm going, looking at my tablet. I'm still looking at the Holy Tablet. And it was something that... And some people like to say, man, that's pseudo. That's some mud crap. You know, and I'm really bringing out some... And I think the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, uh, my brother LJ was saying how the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said how the moon was created. You know, you probably heard the story how they say that the moon was a part of Earth and something hit it. Some say an asteroid, some say... um. It was a craft, uh another craft that came from Nibiru. Um, of I of y'all have I know y'all heard of Nibiru before, uh that hit it. Um and uh, what do you call a sham that hit it and broke it off. Now, it's funny that I've seen I was just searching for someone there on the internet on YouTube and uh it was a news agency that actually came out, one of these big name news agencies came out and the scientists actually was saying this stuff, and I'm actually looking at how they said how the moon was actually a part of the earth, and, we'll see. and the asteroid hit it, and it broke off, and that's why you see what they call uh right behind what was it I forget y'all how the add uh solar system made, but they check all that junk debris they tell you it's junk debris that's sitting out there when you look at the solar system and but they saying that's part of some of the part that broke off from the earth and it just came out there and they call it junk debris but it's part of it and they say it's like asteroid. and we see a lot of this stuff was, was told um, but they'll say you know they were people like ah oh, that's bullshit but now here's the scientists here's the scientists. like when when a lot of our some master teachers get to saying stuff and at the time you know people want to dismiss it but then the scientists will come right along national geographics and the history channel them will come right on out here and start saying this shit after our master teachers them don't already don't told us this and everybody missed dismissed them as pseudo and some other shit they'll say and here it goes like again you don't believe it unless the white man said and They've been saying it. They said the shit. So I was like, damn. In 1930,
6: that? Master Farah Muhammad came and talked to Honorable Elijah Muhammad about the moon and how it used to be part of the planet. And that some wise scientists at the time decided to blast a portion of the earth out into the atmosphere in order to make a satellite for the earth and this was this was done with detonation, so with dynamite and whatnot, stuff like you know things that would make it blow up and blast out, and the portion of the land that had water on it that was detonated off of the planet Earth into the atmosphere, the water of it stayed on this part of the planet, and it went up out into the outer atmosphere and all of his he lost all of his water on the you know, on the explosion out. And the water stayed here, which gave the earth more water than land at that point. And it changed up a lot of things and that's where we when I was talking about those pyramids that once were in place and on top of the planet that that at that particular point had there been any pyramids which would have been approximately 66 trillion years ago according to the teachings that the blast happened from the uh, from the moon, from the earth to the outer atmosphere. Now, when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad would be out and speaking about the teachings of Farah Muhammad to him, whom he gives praise, he said that, um these different things would happen or had happened and that he give them different information about the moon and how it was you know in accordance to a certain law and so what these scientists have done is that beings though what was casted in 1930 to 34 Coming from the honorable Elijah Muhammad, that he was taught by Farad, and said so many different things that was so far
5: be
6: it was so far ahead of where the white man was at the time that he had to go and research to see whether these things were possible. What, what he was laying out about the moon had been once part of the earth. Whether how this what, could this be possible, you know, that he's saying these things because no one had even thought nothing like this before, and so what they're doing and have determined is that what he had lined up and said back in nineteen in the thirties things are more so aligned with being true than 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 not. Now, what the what the scientists are doing is drawing a line and saying something a little different, and in, in, in the way in which um, how a, a Naboo would come and crash and hit the planet Earth and cause this explosion and this part of the planet to be blasted away from the Earth into the outer atmosphere. That that that's that right there. Is what they don't want to give the whole uh, honor to Is when he said that scientists of the time That means a human being That means people 66 trillion years ago here on the earth Came together and in their minds Determined what it would take to do a task so great Now they had done other tasks greater than that Um by even making stars
4: uh you know it, it took, yeah. yeah hold it took, one second brother. Hold one second uh finally we're going over we're going overtime. you got one one more minute to call in we're going into overtime, we are going into overtime. the numbers are uh five six three uh three nines thirty five fifty two there's five six three three nines thirty five fifty two we are going over a little bit we are going over you got less than a minute to call in my bad. Yeah. yeah, and I, sure. and I did, I, and I found that story, I read a little bit of it uh, right here in the message to the black man. I did find that story about he was talking about uh, about the moon, and that was Shabazz. I do have somebody. Yeah. Um, All right,
6: so,
2: what
4: mm-hmm. you, you were saying
5: about the sun?
6: Leaving. Okay, so, yes, even even 66 trillion years ago when this happened, this explosion, this blasting, this this dynamite, this thing—it did a—it did a huge. Oh, oh, come on, man! This was a, this was like, you know, this was something that was was un, unthinkable, because you're going to change everything when you do this about the planet. You don't even know if you're going to survive, if the planet's going to survive after you do something like this. This is a huge thing. So I was just saying, prior to doing something like that, that the scientists of different times and the different uh, knowledgeable ones that worked together uh, uh, formulated different things. And it took a long time to make different things. And the planet's been in existence for trillions and trillions of years. So to make a star... One star up in in the sky, it, you know. This is something that is 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 done by a creation and, yeah. and an understanding of how to make the star and to do it, and it takes quite a, a long time just to make one star. So, you know, if you talk about the planet being as old as it is and how many stars there are, then that would give you an understanding of how old. The that the that the planet really is, or even, you know, at least our galaxy, or our our solar system that we exist in. So it took six thousand years to make one star. Now we're working on one star at a time, and you know, to make to make the moon. You know, to to make it happen. These things, they took time. So from making the moon blast out into the atmosphere, stars and everything were being made up to uh, 90 trillion years ago and even beyond that. People were just making stars and stuff. This, This is something to do make a bunch of stars and find this essential. We like these. <laughs> and so it's fun to do. And nothing else going on. We're making a bunch of stars. Wait, then we, find that we, we Those are the housing of the, of the spirits after you make the beings and then they can rest and the, the spirits rest in the stars. So it's not really not for a purpose, but you have to be special to make it to the stars.
5: Well, you do. Well, you do
4: know in this particular story what uh, Elijah Muhammad was saying, right? That Shabazz, what it is, he wasn't just trying to make, wasn't really trying to create a star or make a moon. He was trying to kill. Now, what it is? I'm gonna read a little bit. He was trying to kill us off this planet. He, you do read He was trying because to. Because they we couldn't
6: get everybody to speak uh, one language
4: that there you go so it wasn't that he was intentionally trying to create the moon he was trying to kill our ass now according to the story y'all that's according to the teacher right. of, of, of elijah muhammad and um whoever he got it from now they said farad i just be respectful
2: What the teachings
4: uh I just read a little bit from it this is called uh it's on page 31 of the Mr. of the black man mine is 30 page 31 might be some reprint be a couple of different pages off sometime uh, it's under the chapter called "The Original Man Know Thyself," and uh, like it's on page thirty-one. It says, "You, I'm just gonna start here." Okay, I just say, "It says uh, he declared <clears throat> that he was uh, that we are the descendants of the Asiatic or the Asian Black Nation and of the tribe of Shabazz." You might ask, "Who was this tribe of Shabazz?" Some says Shabazz, some says Shabazz. Originally. They were the tribe that came with the planet or this part six trillion years ago when a great explosion on our planet divided it into two parts, one we call the earth and the other the moon. This was done by one of the scientists, God, who wanted the people to speak one language, one dialect for all, but was unable to bring this about uh he decided to kill us by destroying our planet but he still still he failed he were i mean we were lucky to be on this part this part earth um but we did not lose its waters in the mighty blasting away of the part called moon we the tribe of shabazz or shabazz say allah were the first to discover the best part of the earth of our planet to live on. Okay, here you go. Now, this ain't real, but I'm just saying from up Nile Valley. It says the rich, now let me go back. It says, we the tribe of Shabazz, says Allah, were the first to discover the best part of our planet to live on, the rich Nile Valley of Egypt and the presence of the seat of the holy city, Mecca, Arabia. The origins of our kinky—that's me. I got some of that kinky, y'all. That kinky
6: <laughs> Me too.
4: <laughs> yeah, rich is the uh, so we would we would hey so we are from the tribe of Shabazz. We got that nappy hair.
6: Right.
4: Well, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm a Shabazzin, y'all. I'm I, I making word of Shabazzin.
6: Um, I got nappy eyebrows.
4: Uh oh. So Farrakhan said they're supposed to be straight, but I ain't going to say that. I
6: ain't going to disagree with you. Give <laughs> <laughs> me the original kinky No, Malcolm Hera. X said something about that. He said, you yeah. got the nappy eyebrows. Mm-hmm. You know you got something in. I think somebody <laughs> did it.
4: Yeah. came from one of our dissatisfied scientists. Okay, The original, now this is what it's saying. The original, the origins of our kinky hair, says Allah as a law, came from one of our dissatisfied scientists 5,000 years ago who wanted to make all of us tough and hard in order to endure the life of the jungle of east asia
6: 50,000 years ago somewhere, right 50, yep, 50,000
4: and yep 50,000 uh to endure the life of the jungle of east asia africa to overcome uh the beast there but he failed to get the others to agree with him we're Going just going back to that part. That's what he was saying about the uh about the moon and talk about Shabbat sixty six sixty sixty six trillion years ago, that was a greatest explosion.
6: And, yep. Yeah, and you know, there was one tribe that was lost in the explosion on the planet compared to the four tribes that were on it on the well, hold on, wait a minute. There was uh,
2: uh maybe there
6: was at that point twelve tri thirteen tribes. So that's mm-hmm. where it got down to twelve at. It was thirteen initially, okay, at least at that point in time. Now this is tribes.
4: Yeah. Now, now, if I look at this,
6: right?
0: Going uh-huh.
4: back to something. Now, according to this story, it says that there, uh, about the moon, it says this God wanted the people to speak one language, one dialect for all. But was unable to bring this about. So he did decide to kill them by destroying our planet. Now, they're just, you know, according here. But when you go into the Tanakh or the Torah, I mean the Torah in the book of um the book of Battlesheaf, which you call Genesis, and remember For that sure. famous story about the t- tower of Bible, as they say Babel, right? And Babel mean confusion. It said talked about how that particular I'm just using the term God, right? How they, he seen that they, 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 they started trying to, they were speaking one language. And that's how they came up to build the Tower of Babel and all that. They spoke one language. So he came down and scattered them. Now, right, here you go. Let's go to the book of, uh, book of Barashif, as they say, chapter, uh, uh say, Genesis chapter 11. And we start at verse six here. It says, And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they they have all one language. And this and, and this they begun to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them. They were whatever they imagined to do, they would do. It. it says, let us go down there and confound their language, that they may not understand one another. Now, according to the Tanakh, the they was already they were speaking one language. They were speaking. Now, just just according to the you know the signs of the Tanakh. The, so they were speaking one language, and it says whatever. So whatever they imagine in their mind to do, we can do it. So let's confound their language, so they can't you know be able to speak this one language, and now they can't do like said build this tower. They can't uh get along with you it's just like in 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 slavery they talk about the transatlantic slave trade right how they took Uh the different um brothers and sisters from different tribes so this one's from here and this one from here so they really couldn't speak the same they 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 couldn't speak the same dialect so it was hard for them as they say somewhat to um cause an an uproar an uprising because hell, they said they, they all couldn't speak the same language, but they found the way to do some anyway. But, you know, that's how I say. But now that just, I was just thought about that when I was just reading it. Now, according back to the unaligned Muhammad again, on that, partay, and like I said, we don't know, y'all. It's just stories, it's just somebody was told. It says that God wanted the people to speak one language, one dialect for all, who was unable to bring this about. So he decides to kill the people. Now this, man, this story in the Bible is that they were speaking one language. He's like, oh, oh, instead of like, and, this, and, and and according to the original man here and the message of the black man, he wanted to kill them because they wouldn't well, speak the, the same language. But the Bible right. said, hey, let's go down there and confound their language. Let's give them, let's give them Spanish. Let's give them English. Let's give them um, Japanese. Let's give them uh, hell. You know, y'all name some more. Hebrew. Let's give them this language.
5: But yeah. but
6: when you say let's give it, that's not speaking in a one way of saying a person or a, a being is saying I'm going to do this. This is you're talking about several people when you're saying we're going to do this. So to me, that's the enemy of God's people who would come in and confuse the land by bringing in different religions foreign invasions, bringing in foreign languages, and then propagating um, lies and then causing confusion in the land by not embracing the reality of what it is and then making everybody comply to something that's not true. So to me, that would have been the enemies that pose as the gods. Like all throughout the Bible I would see where the enemy is posing like he God when he says, I'm the host and you got to bow down to me and you will have no idols before before God or all these things. This is some invader. This is some foreign invader coming in and now taking the throne and claiming everything and saying, now you got to bow down to me. And you got to do what I say, otherwise I'll cut your head off, or I'll do this to you, or I'll do that to you. So they're not ruling with righteousness. They're ruling with authority and ruling in, in wickedness and not in truth. And so that's what I see every time I read something that doesn't add up to what the creator would really be doing. It's the enemy of the creator that is posing as the creator and doing these things. What do you think about that, son?
2: Hmm.
4: now, uh, I would, my thing was well, how, how, would, from the scriptural point, how you know this is that in that particular context that is
6: a, mm, like you say, a,
4: a enemy that
6: speaks. Yeah, because you would be able to identify the falsehood in it. You can see through the falsehood when you hear it or read it. And so if I'm reading it And I see this guy I'm going to say particularly Let's take David for instance Right And he slayed So many people And his brother Slayed more Than he did And he was jealous of his brother That he didn't slay more Than his brother did Now Now All of that right there is the foreigners claiming the authority position. You see what I'm saying? It's always like when the invaders come, now they'll say, I'm the host. So in the Bible where you see it's written where they're the host or they're talking about where you're looking at it, God is the one who's in position here. But when they're saying the host of men, the host of this, this is somebody posing as God or acting as a God, but he's not really the true one. The real gods practice the righteousness, you know, I mean, under the laws of my eye in the right way. So the ones that came and invaded did the opposite. And when they weren't... No, when they weren't given that permission, they would just take it when they were like they would say, "Well, can I be the king? Well, no, you can't be the king. you're not from here. you don't know our ways. you don't know well, okay, and then he had cut off his head. Can I be the king now? Oh man, why'd you do that? Um, because you say I can't be the king. Well, well, let me cut this head off too. Wham! Oh my God, that's my sister. Why did? What's wrong with you, man? You can't do the. Oh my goodness! Now we trying to cater these people on the ground. You cut their heads off, and you you cutting another head off. Boom! Now can I be the king? And you still cutting people's heads off? Ain't nobody around here with swords like you bring in here and now uh, you telling me if you if I can't be the king then I'm gonna cut some more people's heads off so him and the rest of the invaders with their swords and they come in and they take over everything and now they write the story in their favor and take the throne and now that's where you get the to, to, to submit uh the part where black people were be the servants or the slaves of these people and always on the low end of the stick under these people who come in and invade because what they do is they kill off the men and they take the women and rape them or marry them and then they make an offspring and then those offsprings that they make they hate on the darker offspring that they come from and they will fight on the father's side instead of their mother's black side like, you know so they're always doing this to our people uh, every time that they would come and invade, they would kill off the men, all of them, and then send the ones packing and then keep the women and then mate with them. And then now they lighten up the race more and more. They you know, they lighten it up. Every time they invade, they lighten up everything. So that's where you get these lighter people coming in and living there for, for even hundreds or thousands of years at some points or hundreds to thousands of years because they done came in. And mixed with the people after they then invaded and took over the place. There's been so many invasions that happened that way. Um, it's, uh, just, it's pathetic. It's but
4: pathetic. see, now but you went into an area. Now you don't went into an area. Uh huh. You don't threw a alley. You went into an All area. Right. I'm glad you went into. Now, don't you know kind of like what you're so what you're somewhat saying? Is uh-huh. it? And I want bring, I want to bring this up here too i'm glad you went back to that now what you're saying is like like the enemy is i'm just gonna say the enemy the invader and everything is the one who um seemed to be like when we read about stories uh somebody killing off somebody or invading or enslaving uh a nation of people it was always so-called our enemy not the so-called black man or the melanated man who always did it was always our enemy the black man in history ain't never did nothing he never enslaved anybody he never harmed anybody he never uh robbed and pillaged another village he ain't never none of it. we was always righteous he was always Watch it just so happened that old brother sonnetta uh been having that dialogue on his particular podcast i mean on this particular broadcast um he had a brother chief x i don't know if you know brother chief x he had brother chief x on there and he got our brother uh zion lex shalom to my brother zion x shabbat shalom and 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 and, and uh our brother zion lex for a matter of fact has a a, a whole lecture he just done talking about uh Going into about slavery in in Egypt and showing that there were slavery in Egypt, I'm trying to find us. I can give y'all the exact title that he had that he did this video on. Did an excellent breakdown uh, on it. Um, the, the,
6: about
5: this. and showing the slavery was, is,
6: I know it was, but it was when the Greeks came in and enslaved them, and it was when the Romans came in and enslaved
5: nope, them. It nope, wasn't
6: nope, when the blacks. Nope, okay. Nope, nope. And right. see well, this, this is it's a, written in stone on the walls. They show you the exes on the walls coming in
4: and being But see, that's what we're saying again. See, that's what that's the point that, that these brothers are making, like Chief X and even with uh my brother Zion Lex. See, like what I said, in the in the community, as they say in the um what the hell they was calling it I'm just gonna say the conscious community and all of this stuff see they like to romanticize and 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 not be genuine y'all remember I, I went on a rant some time some months back about this stuff how people in this give us stuff they are not genuine they do not be genuine when they tell this stuff like I said, we act like us going against each other is a new phenomenon now. Like when we talk about this black on black crime in America, we act like this is a new phenomenon right now. This shit just happened because of slavery, that the transatlantic slave trade that made us hate each other, and we were not banging on each other. We didn't do no shit against each other. But goddamn it, I, I I I'm if I'm not mistaken, Shaka Zulu, Shaka Zulu. Would everybody seen to love that goddamn movie, Shaka Zulu? You know, and, and Shaka Zulu was Shaka Zulu before the transatlantic slave trade. I don't know the timeline on that. I don't know the timeline, but he was invading other fucking nations and saying he was the first one. He, you know what? He had the slogan before Jay Z, before Jay Z and Dame Dash. Y'all know that slogan? Either get down or lay down. Uh huh. They got that from uh, Shaka Zulu. Y'all remember the movie Shaka Zulu doing it when he was going into these other nations. And made him get down yeah. and lay down. Y'all gonna join the Zulu Nation. Damn. I, <laughs> and that wasn't that was black nation. He was the originator of y'all gonna get down and lay down. Y'all, I know y'all remember that one. I know y'all remember Come that Come on,
6: sorry. Come, Come on with I all
4: that. Exactly. I, I, see that? You don't want to hear the truth. You know, I, I know it. I know it. I know y'all don't want to hear this shit because it is. Again, now y'all always say in Kemet, the shit is written in stone. Oh, it's written in stone, brother. It's it's fact. It ain't written on no parchment papers. It's written in concrete, <laughs> Right out of concrete. But then now, if somebody go and show y'all the fucking concrete that y'all talk about. I'm not Kimmy. I'm just you know, I'm just kind of fucking with the country community a little bit. Uh,
2: yeah,
4: you are.
2: Um, get, you show get y'all real concrete, easy over here. now y'all don't now y'all don't
4: understand. See, see, y'all don't understand the science. See, now, when the brother go and show y'all the concrete or the stone, now, oh, see, y'all don't understand the science. No, no, Nick Rowe. They don't understand. They call on your narrative <clears throat> and you to play around with the information. But anyway, you go and watch brother. the, 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 the uh, signet of them, and they showed, and look at the Nubians. They showed about the Nubians, they showed about the Kushites, and how they show other dog skin, special like Nomer. One not so-called black? Do y'all know the Nomer palette? My brother Zion Lion 8 did an excellent just thing on this a few minutes ago. And you said this happened with the Greeks,
6: brother. Number oh, was Okay, not- all right. I'm going to admit it. All right. Let me admit it. Let me admit it. All, all right. right. You got, you got you. me on that one. You got me.
4: You got God, me. I knew it. He was cutting I off mean, heads. Of mean- who? who head he was cutting off for? Nubians, what? Or Nubians or Kushites or whatnot. See, that you know what I'm saying. They were enslaving each other.
6: The goddamn Nubians
4: right, and all of them, they were. That's what the point is right, All right,
6: you're right. I mean, because the Nubians were well, the first I mean, ones. They were the first I mean, ones that held it down for the longest. And then yeah, well, the invaders it's,
4: came it's, in. Brother. Again, I, just, I had to throw that out because when you went to that story and say the enemies, you know. I, I mean, I ain't. I, I, rewrite I, it. I, I, no, brother. We did some bullshit in history, too.
6: Like, I it, agree with you, I but I about we didn't podcast. have to start there where we messed up. No, but we got
4: to tell the guy doing it too. We got to keep this bullshit. And like I said again, and that's why, I like, today, in, in, in time today, we act like we just not fucking up. Excuse me, elders. We act like we just not messing up, and we just not can't get along with each other. And primarily, if we look back in history, we love to look back in history. Maybe we look back in history and say, hey, man, what were they went wrong? And how come they were not getting along with each other? Well, probably some of that shit. Maybe we can look back and say we maybe that might, uh, might help us fix our problem. And we decided, well, we ain't getting along with each other. And maybe some of this shit is tribalism. Why we ain't getting along with each other? So we we like to play like we all cool because we we dog skin. We all got dog skin. That's some dog skin, motherfucking Hindus. Do we get along with them? They don't fuck with us. There's some dog skin. A lot of motherfuckers that's dog skin. A white boy can go sit in the goddamn tanning salon and get a motherfucking tan and come out and look like me. That Shit, do I supposed to kick it with him, too? Get a nigga RBG flag and say, hey, it's black power. No. No. See? So if we get fuck all that dog skin shit, that don't mean nothing. Motherfucker Michael Jackson bleached his skin, but he couldn't holler white power. He bleached his skin white, but the Klan wasn't going to let him into the goddamn Klan rally. They still knew he was a, as they would say, y'all. I ain't saying it. They say he's a nigga. uh huh. They still treated him like a nigga, too. Fuck all this skin. See, does sometimes like they say what they say. Uh, Nature Knows knows No Color Line or something like that, the book, y'all. Y'all know y'all what I'm talking about. But anyway, see, that's one thing I do like about the Torah, the Bible, whether y'all say it's fake or not. One thing about it, it's going to tell you the good, the bad, the ugly. If it said it was the black folks, it's going to tell you how they messed up and how the good times they did. And a lot of it show you that they was messing up like a mother sucker. It don't try to romanticize shit. It don't do that.
5: It even can damn it tell you the Hebrews in, in there
4: that they said they can have servants or somebody use the word term slave. Mm-hmm. It is in there. But but no, you can't talk about fucking Kimmy. You can't have no goddamn
5: slave. No, we weren't no goddamn slave. But the history right, tells so,
6: us So I'm going to tell you what it was, though. It wasn't what you call it. It wasn't up. slavery. It was not slavery. Oh,
2: not now, it slave. what it was, was it?
6: It was servitude, period. Now we would never hold with nobody in no those slave for no more than seven years at the max. Whoa! Now, no, whoa, whoa, whoa! i serious.
4: Okay, uh, since you cleaned it up, since you cleaning it up for us, what's the difference between okay in the transatlantic slave trade? Right now, you know we talk about having a yoke of iron around your neck. They had chains around their neck, round, and they was hand, you know what not shackled and chained and stuff like that. So, is that um? Hmm. Is that in, is, is that in, the, I mean, you know, voluntary servitude or wh- what is that? Because I do remember in Kemet, nature knows no, oh, hold up, BBC, see, the black man uh, be the mindset, just not no damn color. Yes, sir. <laughs> he said blacks need to, uh, hold up, yeah, I got to slow it down, slow it down, son Ray. Blacks need to be <laughs> a mindset, not just a damn color. That's what my brother LJ said, PT, appreciate that. Um, I had to slow myself down, y'all, so I can read. Uh, hell, hell the, great, my man. the thing, so okay, what you're saying, bro, okay. Now we see the pictures, right, with the transatlantic slave trade. We see our people had turn around their neck. They had chains around their neck. They were shackled and chained and all of that stuff. So we know what that was. That was chattel slavery, right? So, brother, yes. you say in Kemet, that was just. Hold up, I, I want you to say it real. What was that?
6: Servitude
4: so it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't no forced slavery
6: no it was well, I mean what it was was it was a penalty for a certain crime committed, whether it was invading altogether or whether you really did it was more to do with the invaders and the people who wasn't obeying the laws of the land or not complying to the laws because the laws was very important, and if you come in there doing something crazy, they're gonna kick you out. And where they're gonna lock you up.
4: So the go. Nubians invaded, so the Nubians that that we see on no on that concrete, on that concrete, on that slab, on that on that uh, on the on, on that on that brick, uh, on the uh, stones, we see the dark skinned brothers and sisters and change. They got to change, I guess they were change, a rope or whatever. That so was done end. by
6: some brown-skinned brothers. Brown-skinned ones did it to the black-skinned ones. Now, I ain't want to go that far back, but if we got to start there, I will. That when the black, black people, which was the Nubians who came from Ethiopia previously and Kush, who built pyramids and all that way before they even got to Egypt and built anything. And so they took their knowledge with them. And went on up there and did their thing. Now they laid it down. The further you go back and dig, you'll find Nubians buried way, way back. And so, at any rate, the Nubians was the black black people. They was invaded by the brown people. Now you want to call okay. them the brand Nubians or something else? But they, they, they the one, It was the brown skinned black people, which was the offspring. Of those dark skinned black people who wanted to take their stuff.
4: Hold up, and brother. Hold, they... whoa, 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 whoa. hold up, whoa, You just <laughs> you just you just messed me up with something. Hold on.
6: Okay.
4: God damn. I I'm a little slow. You know I'm a little slow. I I you know, I failed kindergarten. So No, you hold did. Up. No you did. You know, you know, I gotta you gotta be you know I gotta be a little sarcastic. So hold be up crazy. Said, Okay, I know you said the brown it was the brown enslaving the black I mean the the, the the black one. So then you said the blacks, hold up, the, the brown-skinned black folk. I think that's what you just said now. You can correct me. Yes, sir.
6: That. Yes, sir.
4: Enslaved the the black-skinned black folk.
6: Well, not enslaved, but fought with them and won and then had to do what they had to do as far as to, uh, uh, just to, so they wouldn't have to do it their way. They could do it the way they wanted to do things. So these brown skin ones was more in agreement with each other. Although one or two brown skin ones was more had a more of a black mindset and wasn't you know was for that and would even fight with the, with the Nubians against those brown skin ones. So
4: you wait know a minute. What I'm Look, because I, I'm saying I forget, I fair Kenny, because I'm really trying to. Because I'm throwing it off. Now. Uh, I'm, I'm
6: making me making it too difficult. Go
4: ahead. No, 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 you good, you good. I'm just, you know, I'm throwing it off because I'm looking at modern technology. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at modern time. I'm even looking at my damn self. I'm brown, right? I, I'm kind of copper to copper tone. I guess I'm brown skin. I'm a brown skin mm-hmm. black. Uh, mm-hmm. So somebody darker than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ain't black either then. I mean, I ain't the same black as them. So I, I no. guess, so, are we different black?
6: Well, it depends on your mind. Now, some people, like I said, the brown ones that fought with those dark-skinned black Nubians against those invaders who was brown-skinned, who, you know, they somehow didn't share the same thinking. And so the ones that was the darker ones who had been there for the longest who had built everything before anybody got there and so by the time they had to the fight with the brown ones and they was about wore out because they'd been there so damn long and here comes some fresh little young bucks coming and these are really our children our offsprings and grandkids coming in here with their thing, want to do it a little different than what we did because they're they dissatisfied with how there's too many laws. So they wanted to shorten the laws up and stuff. And so they have came in there and put these people in bondage because the only way that they're going to be able to do it their way is going to have to put them in chains and make them suffer and, and, do, and, and, and now live by their law. And so they put them in chains and made them servants to them for a certain period of time, and then they let them go. Now I've seen where other invaders who happen to be even lighter than those brown ones, but happen to be in yellow, who came at those ones who was brown now, who had held it down for a while and beat the black ones out, and now here they got they got some invaders coming, and they they way worse than they are, and when they came. They came vicious, and when they came, they kicked you out your whole land and enslaved you and starved everybody to the bone to where you saw those images of the Ethiopians back in the eighties where their stomachs was puffed out and stuff. you see their ribs, those yellow ones came in there and did that to the brown ones and starved them out and dried up their lands and and dammed up the water systems and, and made it impossible for the food to grow anymore and then took the land and took the jewels and stole everything and claimed the, everything and kicked the people completely out of Kemet altogether 1400 and something years ago um, when the, when those Arabs came in there and did what they did. We ain't been back in there since 1,450 years ago when that happened to us. They kicked us completely out of our own land. That's why you don't see no black people, a whole bunch, living in Egypt right now. But they, you, we, we all know they used to. But the last time we did at one point all together, it was 1,450 years ago. And it was Muhammad and them that kicked them out of there, Prophet Muhammad and his peoples, them Arabs with their fake Islam coming in there with their propaganda and their their confusion and their bull crap and, and taking over and claiming that we worshiping false idols and all this stuff, but at this point these the brown people getting their behinds kicked because of karma coming back on them. Because of what they did to their fathers and, and grandmothers and grandfathers and stuff. So now the brown ones getting their behinds kicked. Now the yellow ones is in there. Now they holding it down for quite a while But now they got a vicious one coming Even worse than they are That's going to come and invade them And when they come They come with even bigger weapons And they got a vicious mindset That's even worse than theirs And then they come in there And (laughs) and enslave them And put them in bondage And kick them out their land And take it over and, And mix with them Actually they didn't kick them out They actually just let them stay and mixed with them and watered it down even more with the Greeks coming in to uh do this to the yellow Arabs. And now the um the yellow the yellow Arabs got their behinds kicked. Here come the Greeks. They coming even worse. They worse, worse. And then they do all the same stuff and even worse that the blacks Got done to them And the browns got done to them And the yellow ones got done to them These black and Greek And all these western people All mixed together It's really like a yellow race of people Over there at this point And they all get They behinds kicked To these these white people Coming out the caucuses Coming down with their bull crap And so now <laughs> It's just this chain thing So they hold it down for a while And um, then there's one last run where I think the blacks got it back. Just one last skin for about uh, 100 years, and then they lost it one last time again to some completely white people, which would have been the Romans. Romans came in and did the same damn thing. So now you got just a yellow race of people over there. It's not black at all anymore. All the black people is gone. They ain't gone.
4: So, so, so the thing, okay, so... Your thing was could have been that they were not the same people because they were from different territories different yep. you know nations or, yep. or, or 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 it was like you said it was because so everybody in Egypt at that particular time were light skinned, and everybody point they were they were jet black. Just so happened they all jet black dogs, kid? So yeah. it wasn't because they were different from different territories. Like, you know, like some guys might say, man, like here in this city of Memphis, like we got some guys we call North Memphis, South Memphis, East Memphis, like dude like, hey man, I don't like dudes from North Memphis. I don't fuck around down south, man. I don't fuck with the South Side. I'm a North Memphis dude. You know, they'll say I'm a N word. I don't fuck around in the South, man. Oh, the, uh, the South Memphis dudes, some suckers. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, could it been just that? Just from different territories. Now I'm looking at here. Got my um my book here. One of my books here. The uh the she Shito- the tear. The Egyptian mystery. I-, I wish I could show y'all this. Um, I can show y'all the camera on here. That's the thing I can't screen share it though. Really. But it's something like who and what were the ancient comedians and the nubians and it do show you the like the um like the slide that kind of show you the difference this is the ancient egyptians and the nubians depicted the in the tomb of Ramses uh the third now i think that's where it's supposed to be shown the, the picturing of them you can see the clothes and all that stuff that what they had on and tell there was a difference in the clothing um so almost and it may the difference just because the land mass and here's something they brought out on spanetta show and i found to actually uh a quote as he's supposed to say it here brother lj I, uh you know somebody had asked this question this is a relation well first of all it says the relationship between nubia and egypt uh it says the greek historian uh uh diodorus uh writes in the time of augustus the first century he says they also say that the Egyptians are colonists sent out by the Ethiopians. You remember they said that on the show, Brother LJ? That's what uh, somebody called in and said on the show. Now, this is supposed to be in a, uh, according to uh, or
6: I agree Hup- with that. That's, that's hmm. part of what they did. They did do that. Now,
4: ah, okay. Now, I'm glad that Egyptians were sent out as colonists, right? to find new land find new territory by the ethiopians why did later on i guess it's later on did the egyptians turn on the ethiopians and stuff like that why did they do because here we go again let's take let's take christopher columbus right who was commissioned mm-hmm. and sent to find this so-called new world or new territory by queen Il- uh what's her name i hope i said it right Il- Il- they say
6: isabella but i come to find out that's Il- not what happened Il- but we could go with that since that's what we know but that's just, not yeah this is a story more.
4: they told but it's just a story mm-hmm. they told we'll run with that narrative mm-hmm. funded mm-hmm. by them to find new territory in new land or just come out like a new colonist did he go back and turn on them pain? So why would it again? If they were sent out by them to be colonists, why would they turn on them and in in turn, aka enslaved them? If they were colonists and they was working on their behalf, why did they, you know, turn on them? Well, uh,
6: well, to say that they turn on the Ethiopians would be a misnomer because they didn't turn on the Ethiopians.
2: I'm, let me see this.
4: The Greeks. The Well but, but, but again, to this, see, now here we go. Now, this is according to, here we go, the Greek historian as well. See, because we talk about the Greeks did this, but this according to a Greek historian. So is it accurate now that the Greeks said it?
6: Oh, absolutely not.
4: <laughs> How do we know? How do we know that? Everything wrong? they
6: say, they, they, I mean, well, I mean, based on what I just heard anyway that uh which it uh, seems like you said that the uh the the uh the egyptians turned on the ethiopians so i'm saying that i don't see any word I, that I, I,
4: happened was that. That. I i take that back i i, I was misstate that I, It there was the nubians so i don't know if going to be that. okay well, Nubians. okay well, I, I don't know, yeah, because we get kind of confusion. Now, I might be getting confused on that because they make all this shit confusion. Because you know, said Nubian one minute, you said Ethiopian, so I'm not mm-hmm. going. I'm just going to stick with the Nubians. So i going
6: to say okay. So yeah, well, um, they had. I, I've never read in history where that happened, but you know maybe anything is possible. But it would be no real reason in my head for them to go way back down to Ethiopia after reaching Kemet. And, I mean, coming from Ethiopia, you had already been there for a very long time. Now you coming from there trying to find new territory, so colonize new lands and whatnot. So to come out of Ethiopia, to go up to where Kemet is, is a good trip, a good distance up to Nile, or say down the Nile, whatever it is, and and reach Kemet. And there's nothing there. It's just a bunch of, um, it's a whole bunch of material that's like, it's just a whole bunch of material land here and there that you're going to bring from one distance to another. So they moved a lot of material from a great distance to bring it to another distance. But, uh, you know, before the, the pyramids were there, there was just desert or it was like a desert land or just there were certain lands or certain parts of the land where vegetation would grow, and then other portions of it was more desert-like. So they utilized it the way that it was to be fit at the time that it was uh, built and designed. And um, so to come from Ethiopia to go to Kemet and to start making pyramids there um that was an idea that came from Ethiopia. So there's no reason to take a trip back down Ethiopia when you didn't come from there as an invader in the first place. And there's nothing there really to pillage or to steal um, in Ethiopia. Nothing really there to steal or pillage. So I, I so just see, you know, in history, I've never read or seen any footage or anything where that could have happened. Where the Nubians went back and messed up their own people, or fought with their own people. And Like I said, anything could happen. But it seems like a lot of the things was the migration from Kush to Kemet, and then setting up Kemet over a period of twenty-five thousand years. You might want to bring that down, or take it up higher or lower, as far as you know how you might understand the pyramids could. Be, could have been there for up to a period of a hundred thousand years ago. Is when they first could have been uh, started being built with you know these type of pyramids way back a hundred thousand years ago, not six thousand or ten thousand years ago. There's evidence of pyramids under the water been under the water for over a hundred thousand years, so it's easy to believe or to understand that people have been building pyramids on the planet. For a very long time, so to go over there and come from Ethiopia, go to timid, see there's nothing there. This is a great place to set up everything. this' fertile soil, fertile land, um great vegetation, everything was good at the time when they started doing that. It was no problem, so then the cataclysmic um um, what happened, it was like a freeze-over or something happened where it was um, ice age uh, for a period of time uh, that happened about ten or 12,000 years ago. It froze over the portions of the North Hemisphere. And, you know, I, I, I have never even studied to find out how long the freeze lasted. You know, I don't know if it was a year, five years, or ten years, a hundred years, I don't know. Two hundred, a thousand. Like so how long did the the freeze last if it was a freeze, right? That's a good question.
4: Mhm. And yeah, I got something I wanna uh read right fast. Let me see how much time we have left. I can't see okay, we got a couple of minutes about this than ten minutes. Um go into this book again it said the relation the relation the relationship between nubia and egypt check this out i want to say and i I, brother lj i sent you a picture and i sent you this picture this too brother uh the from this book right here what it was talking about um i like this book great book uh it said the situation between ancient egypt and nubia may be likened to the england and the united states far from being a racial issue um, it has so happened that the child, Kemet, grew to such a structure and glory that it surpassed the parent. I guess it's talking about Nubia. Right.
6: Yep. Due
4: to the certain cultural difference at, that developed between the countries, there was a variant over um, co- control of the trade in Africa, just as two siblings quarrel, quarreling over clothes and jewelry. The two states of affairs between the two countries became evident when Kemet was besieged and occupied by foreign conquerors. Um, The Nubians lent their support as allies, if not as family members, coming to the rescue of kin in trouble to rescue or restore Kemet to her former glory in the late period of the Kemetian uh, history. Let me see. I'm just trying to see. Should I stop right there? i just read one of the lip piece right here. It says, around 2000 BCE, the Nubian kingdom of karma grew in power and admiration and became an economic uh, competitor with Kemet. When Kemet experienced a period of social un- 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 unhaven beginning around 1700 BCE, when the Hyksos, the Asiatic, most likely present-day Syrians, conquered Lower or North Egypt, armies from Upper um, Upper or Southern Kemet withdrew from Lower Nubia and Kama to take over the region. This goes started going into when uh, Akmo wasn't I think it's Akmos and Kakmos said so they ran out those. Um, invaders i think in that
2: time i think this
6: is what yeah i told you they got it back like one more time or a few more times like i mean a lot of times they was able to defeat any invaders but then they invaders started coming back uh, with with bigger weapons and stuff Mm
4: -hmm. but it was just the the point when you look at the nomer palette again i don't have it in front of me on this one here uh but when you do see nomer who was (laughs) that he... Was cutting off the the head. Uh, All
6: right. So if it's an invader, then it doesn't matter what color. Like as far as an outside invader, then that's that's what that's the penalty for invading. Is if that's what you're here for. If you get caught and they cut your head off, then that's it. So that's just part of that's part of the game. You yeah. know. Somebody yeah. invades your country, you got to be able to protect your country. If mm-hmm. you can't protect your country, then it, it won't belong to you anymore. That's true. So that's the, that's the whole idea, you know, of the armies and having men that's there on the front line to fight and defend the rest of the people. And they had they had magnificent armies throughout time to protect invaders because they knew invaders wanted this magnificent place to call their own. Mm-hmm. And once they did take it over, they would take uh, places that they claim were um, heathen-oriented or places that were worshiping false idols, and then they would build their own religious episcopate. Epic- up right there in the same spot where they claim this place is not a good spot or a bad place or some kind of false idol worshiping place, which is wrong. There never was a false idols, none of that stuff. This is something that came in from the invaders' mindset that they brought with them. That's why I say when you read stuff in the Bible, when they say something about worshiping false idols, they're talking about the Images that our people In Kemet made in stone In reference to the people Who put my eye in place You see what I'm saying And they would say Oh this is bad When they looked up there That that was intimidating to them And it was done in, By design for it to be intimidating To any invader that come up in here They say you come up in here You're going to have a problem Because we got people here That are going to defend this right here this is our stuff. This is our people. These are our images of our grandmothers and grandfathers and, you know, people who put up righteous laws. I mean, we, we upheld these laws for so long that one of us decided to make an enemy for ourselves here on this planet. And the cause of that, making an enemy for us, has been all of these invasions. But prior to the invasions, We had a balance on the planet and lived in harmony on the planet with other nations of people. So, you know.
4: The Bible just uh don't speak about idolatry. It it, it, is not, it does not just, I would just say, pertain to just Egypt. It's pertain to a lot of other nations because you had, it it is Canaan, uh, because you know they had the God Baal um it, it just what it did just pertain to like nothing in kemet it was just any nation is dead was just basically saying it didn't go back to you know
6: um so what was Baal somewhere uh
4: you had like Baal let um, me see who was the damn kingdom it's been so damn long since i got into that um shit, you had a lot of different kids you had uh, uh the syrians a lot of different people had different what they call idol gods or something they buy down to other than in respectful because not again show me a show me a statue of what they said yah actually what we call yah show me any kind of statue of that you 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 you, you had other people had statues and things that they made out of a god because the thing about it is like they buy down to so they got like a um like even in islam and say like you're not supposed to have a god you know like wood and stone you buy down to it like even they had like one of the prophets, um, I think it was, um, shit, y'all, I ain't studying so damn long. I'm forgetting all of this stuff. Getting brain dead. Um, <laughs> uh, what was the name? Uh, God damn. Don't sweat
6: don't. it. Don't but sweat anyway, it. But anyway,
4: He
2: them like,
4: mm. and tried to say, okay, you got a God of wood and stone. What What can this, This okay, you make a God out of this, like a tree. You carve it out and say, this is my God. I said, what can that damn thing do to you? You praying to you. So what? What did God gonna do for you? Nothing. It can't move. It can't do nothing. You see, gotta pick it up and move it around your own goddamn stuff. That was God, it'd move on its own. So it was like different things of that nature that it was like uh, you got into. That was you know they
6: were saying that are, was never ever the intention or anything that these enemies came into the land and said that. Anything we was doing was something of worship in a false idol. It was all completely bogus and wrong for them to even suggest that that's what we doing with our stuff. That's our stuff. If I got something that's carved, as an image, it's for a reason. It ain't because of something you said that it's, it's a false idol or something. You can get the hell out of here, okay? It, you, Let me tell you, you I, what it's for. Let me tell you why you. I made it.
4: You get see Desmond's saying but you can, but like I said, the thing but it like somebody but you were saying that 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 you know, I'm just speaking on what Israel said. I mean it was the thing about Israel. Like I said, when you was there, they said um it was about Kemet. I'm just saying it wasn't just like the Bible just banging on just Kemet by itself. No, it was not. It don't bang on just Kemet about whatever you know they was making as gods or not. So I just want to clear that part up. It don't it damn, child killing or stabbing. There you go, another child killing killed and another a
2: stabbing.
4: Another one? Yeah, just here my in who, Memphis. Another kid? Uh, I don't know, it's just breaking news. It just happened here. Oh, in Oh man. Just popped up on my phone. Uh and a lot of damn stabbing going on. Uh, yeah. but say yeah, it, it it just, you know, going it just it like it don't just bang on Egypt. Like a lot of lot of comedic brothers and I would say the comedic family wanna always say the Bible always bang on it don't they talk about the syrians talk about the Canaanite, talk about babylon talk about a lot of the and then you even think about it so-called abraham came up out of mesopotamia because you even think about it that's why i said he didn't work even according to the story i'm just saying according to the story he did not worship the gods of his father they said his god was worth his father's supposed to worship so-called idols and then you know, people got to understand what is an idol what is an idol Learn what is an idol. So like even the Bible said, Don't have any graven images. What is a graven image? You would think a graven image damn, y'all can't have no pictures in your house. You gotta take down a you gotta understand what is a graven image, a image, something that you worship, you're bowing down to now if I can ha I got I got pictures in my house uh um from the um the perm you know, with the uh the judgment scene on it. Mm-hmm. Now summary what you doing that in your house you put supposed be you say you're like you ain't put a hat in your house that's a judgment seat. Mm-hmm. i don't buy down to the netters or the netter rules on there i don't buy down to them and pray to them stand up every morning and pray to that now that would be what we call the graven image. If I buy down and I pray to that, you can have it. See, some people go that far; they go that down the stream that they don't even have pictures or anything in their house. So you people have graven images in your house and don't understand what a fucking graven image is. They don't understand what <laughs> idol is. It's like they tell you American Idol. That 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 show, American Idol. Some people look at these celebrity. They look at these. No, when they they go to scene, they seen Michael Jackson, they falling all out, they crying to this man. It was like that 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 was they idol, they idolized them. They that's what they looked at. They put they everything into them like a god, basically, or something of power. See, it I, we you know, that's
6: that's extreme. That, that's extreme. That's no. extreme.
4: No, oh, come on. See again, you don't understand the terminology. What I'm even going by <sighs> saying an idol. Oh god. See, you, 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 do you understand what they even talk about? They say American idol. Yes. American idol. Some of you idolize, some you see that's what I'm saying. See, I'm saying we don't even but understand. That's what I mean. <laughs>
6: they hypocritical about it. You could tell me don't do this, but you doing that. But you just told me don't do that.
4: But see, I'm saying, but you don't do you understand certain terminology when they saying this is an idol. That's why I said again, when I said what Michael Jackson, where he was crying to the man and falling out loud, no disrespect. He, I know he's passed on now, but when you understand what an idol is, then you understand know, what but, you said about that. You said, oh, that's a stream, but did again, you, don't, you do you understand what I truly mean about I, him? I do.
6: I do, but I don't, I mean, I'll, the only reason I took issue is because I'm a Michael Jackson fan too, so. I never looked at them as like uh, somebody you, worship at
4: all. It may be you. That, that, there's some okay. that do. See, I okay. see this thing like you when a when a when a when a when a person like myself, I make a statement. You can't get offended by it just because I made a statement about something that you idolize. Like I said, if the shoe don't fit, don't try to put it on. <laughs> and so that's what a lot of people do. cause somebody's fake That's, say, that's why. I Time on this show, I'm not talking to everybody. Know who
6: I've I'm never talking. heard it that way before. You know I've never that? heard it quite that way it's, before, yeah.
4: That's why I try to say, people, I'm not. So I, I might say something like the black community, talk about how we do things in the black community. Uh-oh. You know, I ain't talking to everybody in the black community. Yeah, y'all, they people know who's not doing what. That's why I say, I, say, I know y'all ain't doing that on Culture Freedom. I know y'all know better. But it's just generally speaking. But there's some that do look that look at these certain people and idolize. It. Them and so like even you had this thing where people were saying they was like showing this thing about when Jay Z had people, like they said throw your hands in there air. Now I don't know how true that all actually is. Yeah. It's just like a form of worship when they having you doing these certain types of things at concert. Do so you understand what is truly happening? The ritual that is happening. And so, um, uh, for you, I guess this, this show ended the idea. I mean, they answered the idea. <laughs> this show is ended. Everything don't stop recording. So, I got to go ahead and end it because it actually have stopped on its own. I went over. Okay. you go ahead and close this out. I can't even do nothing on the switchboard. So, everything have closed out on its own. Oh, shoot. All right, so summary
6: got... nine, man. Just get at me and uh, have a good weekend, man. All right,
4: you too, brother. And don't buy down you to know. nothing. I'm just playing with you,
6: brother. <laughs> <laughs> don't
4: idolize your one. No, I one. don't
6: buy into it. I don't buy into, into it because
4: I never – I know you're going to buy down to that woman when you get yeah, that engagement ring. Now, that ain't going to be idol worship.
6: You can buy down that. Uh, I don't eat. know how many years away that's going to be, but I ain't seen her yet. But uh, she I did see her walking down the street, but uh, I got to give her that ring. But anyway, that's enough. Yeah, I'm going to hook you up with Queen Elizabeth. She,
4: we'll, we'll with Queen Elizabeth. She need a husband right now.
6: Oh, man. You I ain't going to be the rebound, queen. man. I can't be the rebound. Can't do that one. Oh, God. Plus I got to stay with my own kind. I ain't messing around like that. I ain't, uh, what you call it, swirling. Be, you beat you the swirl.
4: King, King Justice. <laughs> King Justice. You can hook me and Dave up with a job in the palace or
6: something. <laughs> oh, no, nah, bro. I ain't even going out like that. No. You know how much trouble that Megan Ryan got, whatever name Megan,
5: how much yeah, trouble she
6: yeah. got messing around. I'm too brown for that. They really give me a hard time.
5: Too brown.
6: Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I, I, I tell you what though, if it all, if it's, it's all said and done, I help the queen get her groove back. But oh, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. leave that for another show. I'm just yeah. messing. Around. <laughs> I'm just messing around.
2: Yes, yeah. All
4: right, brother. You <laughs> have a good one, brother.
6: Okay, man. Peace of love. All
4: right, one peace of love. love. All Good right, night. peace, man. we we'll see y'all, man. Thanks for tuning in right here to Coach Frieda Radio with uh, Brother Thunder Nine Nine and Brother Justice in the house doing our Phil's over in here dropping the solid. Left wing. Side. Yeah, left wing, left wing. <laughs> All right, peace, man. We out.
2: Peace, <laughs> peace. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah.